Hello everyone, welcome back to Hello. Table Stories Dying Order, episode 18, starring all cast members, except one, Tuesday Grey. Hi everyone, how are you doing? Welcome back to the show. Um, we have the A-team prepared, I know, everyone's been so confused all week, even though I feel like I said a hundred times last week that we're not going to flip B-team, everyone's been like, so is that a B-team, but Carl Pocket's not there? Nope, A-team still. Um, because uh, it worked out, a, a thing worked out for me, uh, all the stars sometimes align. When you're a GM, sometimes you're just throwing shit at a wall. And sometimes, like, you throw shit at a wall and it creates a Picasso and you're like, oh, that's perfect. And that's what happened last week when, uh, when, uh, Pocket Things went on happened. a, a, well, Ellie went on a killing spree. I shouldn't say Pocket. She'll get arrested. Ellie went on a killing spree with Bo, actually. She drove, she turned Bo into a murderer. Um, why not? He just was casually like, yeah! <laughs> Fuck it, I'll kill him. What was the character motivation behind that or do you not want to tell us? <laughs> he's just evil it just says on this character sheet he's evil uh, no. lawful evil um, yeah I did wonder whether you would because she was like do it kill him okay I did it because I knew it would like consume her poss well, possibly the curse ah. I, I, it was doing things to her every time she killed someone right yeah. Something. yeah that's fair um, that was nice of you then well unfortunately for you he was already dead, and it was all just a cutscene. Um, you didn't know it. You were in a cutscene the entire time. Um, and uh, even though you tried to stab him in the chest, he died half a second before you technically pierced his heart with the dagger. But more of that in a minute. How's your week's been, lads? Good. Yeah? It's good. You feeling tired, PB? Because you've been playing Chrono Trigger for what twelve hours a day for six weeks now. Yes. <laughs> Is it yes. affecting you at all? A little bit, yeah. Like I, I froze in fear when you said the thing that you said at the beginning of the call. Like, oh, prepare yourself for like how the session is going to go down today. It's like, oh fuck, yeah. <laughs> I don't have the brain power. Uh, <laughs> you'll be fine. No, you won't. Um, everything lies on Suna's shoulders, unfortunately. Um, the, uh, the, no, I'm kidding. Or does it? Maybe. Who knows? Guess we'll find <laughs> out in a minute. How was, uh... Oh, happy birthday, by the way. Thank you so much, and happy birthday to okay. you as well. We found thank out you. that we were born on thank the you. same day, and, uh, I was born first. By That's a couple we of hours, Jesus a couple Christ. Hours. Happy birthday. Thinks, he thinks that much. makes him wiser or something? No, it means that you have to treat me with more respect. No. Yes, it I does. don't know if this is true, so... <laughs> Maybe he's just there like, hmm. <laughs> I don't know about that. Who started the happy birthday meme in your channel, PB? Where you did. That come did. From? It was me. Your, 
Yeah, you're I didn't know if it was a meme before. Me happy birthday. I didn't know if it was a meme before though, because everyone just caught onto it and has been doing it ever since. And I was like, well, this it already existed. Yeah, no, it was you, but I actually did have my birthday like a week ago, so now everyone knows and has stopped. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, all right. Well, uh, someone whose birthday actually is Disby Arix. How you doing? What? It ain't my birthday today. Well, we're sending you a birthday present. So what was that all oh. about? Why did you lie to us? What? I didn't lie. I tell no lies. <laughs> uh, well, happy birthday anyway. What? Uh, Where's my cake? KPP? I... Your... <laughs> I want this my cake. KPP. I am working on it up. What kind of frosting do you like? I just need to know the flavor that I need to put on it on the break. I love chocolate. Oh, yeah, I have that. So I will put chocolate frosting on the cake on the break. Yay. Yes. We'll have to, unfortunately, because we will be on break, you won't actually see us hand the cake over, sing happy birthday, or consume the entire cake with zero evidence that it happened. That's a shame. Um, but that will happen on the break. Confirmed 100%. Um, someone else who has never had a birthday. KPP. I am timeless. So. <laughs> a timeless creature. A timeless creature. Yeah. Hi. Happy birthday, Brad. Thanks so much. Um, how how was your last birthday? Did you have a party? Um, I can't remember. It's been such a long time. It's such a <laughs> weird question. I love yeah. this. This would be my interview format as well. I would never ask like the right questions. It would be something like that. How was your last birthday, and what did you do on it? Like, uh. Every, like, honestly, last three years, I think I've been really sick on all of my birthdays. So I don't know what that is going to tell me that I just, I'm going to live a very sick life, maybe. It's <laughs> <laughs> a premonition that I should watch out for. It's an extremely positive This is outlook. why you asked it, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> is the glass half full or half, em yeah, half empty for you when you see it? Depends on the day. <laughs> That's honest. I appreciate that honesty. Yeah. It's half empty sometimes. It's half full. Roll, roll a d20 in here. We'll see how the day's yeah. going to go for you. Okay. I, I'm... Let's see where the luck lies. A two. Yes. Not good. And this is probably the worst time for that to not go that way. Mm -hmm. uh, the last roll there was a one from, from Ellie as well. So this is just really not working out for the gang. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to uh, what to tell you about Aura, but she had a rough time last week. The um, the old Aura is back. There was a point where Aura became the champion, the hero um, for for a few sessions, and now she's laying on the ground again. Um, what do you think that was? Because we debunked the myth or the th well, we didn't debunk it actually, but we. We thought we got around the cursed character sheet. Mm -hmm. What do you think happened last week? I think it's confirming that I am in fact cursed in real life, and so <laughs> okay. it's spilling over into aura. <laughs> yeah, okay, no more. I I I was going to say no more philosophical questions, but you are sitting poised on death in the game, yeah. so I don't want to. Well, I'm gonna. I, I guess I'll I'll just do what Whack does, and I'll use this um, underlying psychological issue that you've got here and mm -hmm. I'll try and um you know break 
you with it. That's what Wank does, right? I don't know how to do this it's like evil the military. GM thing. Yeah. yeah. Wank does this thing where he's like, oh, you have real life psychological issues. I'm going to destroy you with it. PB does this thing where she goes, oh, real life issues. I'm going to use them against you in character. So I feel like maybe I should learn from them, right? And do some of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, just break me down and then build me back up. That's At least try idea. to build me back up on the other side. <laughs> so Aura is lying almost dead, um, which is a perfect position for this to have happened. Um, Bo, also in a room with a dying character. Um, and uh, Suna in a room with a dying character. We're in a good position to start the episode. To give you a little wrap-up. A wrap-up? Recall? What's it called? Previously on Lost. Recap. Recap. recap um a uh, little recap of last week you all you guys were split up at the beginning of the episode and you're still split up now so i don't know why i said it like that um aura suna and alvin the um gnome that is in the village with uh with you guys who is friends with aura were um confronted by this uh seraph this angel thing um it looked identical to the one that aura encountered in the first scene of the show i think it was um and uh came down you guys went to battle with it it was it seemed overwhelmingly difficult to uh to deal with it was sort of launching arcs of lightning at you some of it um destroyed some part of the house i'd say uh, destroyed is probably a bad word but um marked the house um and then you guys uh, half tried to run away and then decided to face the thing down. In doing so, um, you managed to defeat the thing, but it came at the cost of Aura being quite badly injured. She took two pretty um, nasty uh, lances to um, this thing was wielding a partisan, which is kind of like a spear, like a lance. Um, two horrible wounds. She went down. It left Suna and Alvin to deal with the... Um, the creature when you dealt with it it unpolymorphed or whatever was going on it unshapeshifted back into its original form and revealed itself to be symbol um the last we saw of symbol as an audience was when ahi sent it after you guys assuming that you guys had basically left the, the race um and decided to just wipe you guys out and let the um sort of cataclysmic events that are happening could just continue without impediment from you lot um and uh and so there is a sort of body i don't know if it's really a body but this kind of tar like um construct outside of the house where you guys are um the last we saw of suna and alvin they were taking auras inside she was unconscious relatively stable um oh and ellie we're in the mansion of the Pyre Hearts, who are the kind of, um, the, uh, they're almost like a monarchy in this town, really. They, they, the mayor and the business owners of the town that have almost all of the control. Um, and they, they, they tend to funnel that control upwards towards themselves. They take all the money, take all the, um, profit and benefit from being up there. But they are also sort of the established, um, government in the town uh, they tend to control the uh the main business they seem to have uh, the the mayor is the head of the house as well and they also have a 
group of men who act as a sort of a militia and the police in the town. Um, and uh, Ellie ended up at the behest of the youngest son who was a some sort of awful, evil, murdering scientist type who was very interested in the fact that she was biologically a half-elf and wanted to do some weird experiments to figure out how that works. Um, Bo uh, stole a lot of money, and I believe it was uh, 874 gold in bars. In gold bars. 50 gold pieces per gold bar. Um, and... Uh, and then uh, met up with Ellie. The, Ellie and Bo basically managed to escape this thing. Then Ellie went on a killing spree, deciding to just take down all of these pie hearts. They're clearly evil. They're awful. Um, she wanted some vengeance too. And the two of them went around the house while Ellie dealt out the um, her own sort of judge dread level of punishment here, where she was like, I'm just going to take them all out. Um, she killed every member of the pie heart family that isn't some sort of like second cousin who has no real claim the main um, family, as well as a couple of guards. Um, each time she did it, it activated that curse mark, which was on her hand, um, having it swell and, and grow with power. At the end, Bo and Ellie encountered Mayor Holston Pyreheart, who seemed to be... Uh, it seemed He seemed relatively relaxed with the situation. He claimed that other people had tried to kill him. He said that it was a really bad idea because it's going to destabilize the town. And also, the town has been plunged into this extremely early and very, very heavy winter. Um, and it's kind of ruining the town. The town are struggling for food. They're a farming town. They don't really deal with the snow. Um, most of the wildlife seem to have fled the area. So hunting is is down. All the farms, have, uh, the crops have died out. Um, and the food will not see them through to next um, spring. Because it's summer, um, and you now have this, like, triple long winter. Um, he claimed that it would destabilize the town. Ellie decided to kill him anyway. She kind of put Bo to the task of doing it, as Bo was about to plunge, or just plunging the, um, the dagger into the heart of the mayor here. He, uh, had died. The, the venomous dagger that was covered in poisons and things, um, had already spread through his body, and he sort of choked up and died. Um, in doing that, Ellie had a an experience right at the very end of the episode where she saw her own hand kind of um, uh, suffer a, an odd sort of necrosis. The hand looked dead and, and, and withered um, and then she saw a woman um, appear before her as if it was sort of pulled out from her own body, um, a complete stranger, and uh, then... Ellie essentially falls to darkness, and we smash to black as uh, the episode ended. So, with that, let's pick up um, again where we left off. We are going to join Suna first at, um, well, Suna and Aura, although Aura is unconscious, so <laughs> do with that what you will. KPP. Um, and Alvin, the two of you um, have just finished with this this fight um, and uh, grabbed Aura's unconscious body. 
and dragged her inside of her um, of her house. There's there's some damage to the outside of her house, but there isn't anything crazy like fire or anything like that. Um, the rain that was falling um, comes to a sudden halt almost as soon as you uh, delivered the the final blow. To symbol the the rain stopped and the snow continued to fall. Um, but it leaves the kind of the the earth outside strange and mushy. There's a lot of slush, and as you push through the doorway and, and uh, rush inside, you're bringing in a lot of slush and mud and things, but I'm sure no one cares um, because you are uh, you are holding um, Aura. I'd imagine you bring her to her bed and lay her into it. You can see that she's, she's alive, um, but something also sort of appears to be wrong. The quick patch that you've done to her in the field here with, like, the healing kit, um... Doesn't appear to have been enough. Alvin is out of magic healing, and she's got these two very severe puncture wounds, one in her leg and another in her abdomen. Um, and there's a lot of blood. So you're bringing in this snow, um, this water, and this blood. I would not put her on the bed. I would put okay. her on the dining room table, actually, so she's close to the kitchen. I know that's awful, but... Okay, yeah. I don't know, how, is that table big enough for that? How big is your table in this place? It's like a round table, but it would be enough to, like, lay somebody on, an average-sized person. Okay. Yeah, so it's a, it's a big enough family table. Um, so, yeah, I think probably she's, you so clear she's... the things yes. off and uh, and lay her onto this this um, table in the middle of this, this front room of this cottage. Um, there's, there's a lot of blood, and it's seeping out um, of both of these wounds. It's... it's um, you can see that her clothing, where it's green and stuff, is turning like a muddied brown and red. Um, it's 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 not like rushing out. Um, she's not like losing way too much blood, but she's definitely still bleeding too much um, for the uh, for the wounds that you've somewhat like kind of quickly dealt with. Um, Alvin is probably freaking out and just kind of running around. Um, right. And Alvin, uh, go get go get some hot water. Put the water on the kit on the stove and start boiling it. Get it nice and hot and get the instruments right next to it. Anything that we can cauterize her wounds with. Okay. Do you, do you understand what that means? Um, cards is what you just just you, a, a blade. Here. What? And then I, I take her sword. I take Aura's sword and I I kind of like hand it over to him. It's fucking huge, by the way. Yeah. It's like the bus. I don't sword. know if I can lift it. Okay. <laughs> so I try, or I slide it over. Yeah. Take this. We're gonna heat it up, and we're gonna close her wounds this way. And then he brandishes his own short sword. That that'll work. That'll work. Absolutely. Okay. And then hot water, and then lots of towels. God, okay, he runs I... over to the kitchen. It's it's like only a few feet away from you, and you see him um, messing around with the stove. He takes out like uh, I don't think you probably have any matches or anything. Um, you probably got some old school stuff going on. Um, in a cottage on the outside of this village. It's not exactly the big city. So he probably starts messing around trying to light the fire on the stove. Um, and uh, he he starts frantically running around. No water! There is a, I have to go get a bucket of it! Uh, just grab a bucket of snow. Okay. And just boil it first. Just boil it first. He leaves the uh, a fire going on the stove there with the sword laid along the top. It starts to heat up, and he runs outside with a with a bucket in hand. Um, and you can hear him kind of messing around with it. Um, 
Aura is uh, is probably not looking too great. You can see these wounds. What do you think the you did with this healing kit? Because you you wouldn't have had time to like actually do anything amazing here. Probably just applying some sort of pressure and maybe maybe quickly bandage. I doubt it was like sutured or anything like that. So uh, her wounds were you said on her her thigh and her chest. Uh, yeah, like lower abdomen, kind of somewhere around yeah. where one one side maybe. Uh, if I if I didn't really have time to do anything, I I probably just maybe squeezed it shut and was trying to keep it from opening up. So it's probably a really horrid stitch job. Yeah, give me a medicine check. I'm so sorry, Aura. Twenty one. Oh, maybe it's better than I thought. Nice. Um, yeah. Give me. Do you want to give me another medicine or an investigation check to see if, what you know about puncture wounds? Sure. Big, bad puncture wounds, not little ones. Six. Six. <laughs> not a lot. I don't think you've ever really had to deal with like a big lance type puncture wound. Maybe you feel at the edges of your memory having to deal with stuff like this in the past but you don't remember what you were taught whether it's something you've dealt with before and you've forgotten or whether it's something you've just never learned mm. i don't mm. think you're too sure um however um you were trying to just apply pressure uh before Did you say or that, now yeah with the 21 uh yes i'm trying so i rush over to uh the chair where i was you know reading my novel last night and my blanket is still there so i absolutely i grab that quickly and i run over to her and i'm putting pressure on the wound to stop the bleeding that's my first priority okay um yeah there's a there's a a, a clattering as um as you hear alvin come running back in with the uh, bucket he runs over to the stove and says oh, which is it first the water or the, or the, or the, the, the knife you have to boil the water, and then we're going to put the water on her wound after it's cooled a little, and then we're going to use the knife. You, uh, but you, you seem... need to make sure the water boils, Alvin. It has to be clean. We can't just pour dirty snow water into her wound, all right? He lifts the bucket up quite high, and the stove is, like, yeah. higher than he is. He's, like, maybe three feet tall, um, and you see him kind of... He's like a child, but he's, he's, he moves. He's an adult, but he looks like the size Can of I a child. Can I levitate it? I see him struggling. Can I help? Well, he looks like he's struggling, he but he do does it, it oh, proficiently. Okay. Um, Wonderful. It, it looks at first, you get these flashbacks maybe of like children trying to do things. Oh, but he's, my children. He's oddly capable because he looks like a child, but he's actually an adult. And he puts the uh, the bucket on top of the knife and he uh, he looks over the knife and says, When does this have to be done? Is it, is it like uh, this? Yes, that's perfect. Nice and red hot. Now, now pull it off. Don't let it touch anything else. He hands you the sword. Okay, I'll, I'll hang on to this, and as soon as that water is ready, you let me know. All right. So, you guys wait for a decent amount of time. This water has to melt and then boil. Um, yep. Aura is probably... Um, you can see... I mean, Aura's pretty pale, as it is. Was um, I able to stop the bleeding? It is, yes. I wouldn't say you okay. stopped the bleeding, but you can see that by applying pressure, it's um, it's uh, stemmed the flow to a degree. 
Um, the wound is still not closing or anything. Right. It's it's still open. Um, it, was there anything weird about this now that I know it's, you know, symbol? You want to give me an investigation check? Yes. Are you looking at the actual wound? Yes. Nine. Not too sure. Um, you're looking it over. You get the sense that there is something wrong. Um, the the wound is uh, is is oddly oddly presented. Uh, it looks strange. It doesn't just look like uh, flesh that's been um, um, torn. Uh, it looks almost like it's it's being held open. Is a is a, a, a in, not entirely held open, but there are points where it looks like as if you were to um, maybe grab some string and then kind of pull at edges mm. of the the skin. There are like little parts that look like they're bent in oddly and, and at a strange angle. And even though you're putting uh, pressure on this thing, it just it's still kind of open. There's definitely something up with it, but you can't see what it is. Uh, Alvin is uh, is is looking at Aura's face, and you can see that she's. Um, when you brought her in, she was sort of grimacing in a, in an unconscious way, but now her face has fallen quite slack, um, and the the her skin is starting to look a little ashen. Um, Alvin uh, turns to you and says, "Is this is she gonna be okay?" Ah, uh, we're we're gonna try. Yeah, she's gonna be fine, Alvin. Show us to the doctor. Fine. I can get uh, you to town pretty quick. Uh, Yes, if you, if you after after you bring that water over, yes, you run run to town and get a doctor. He grabs a towel, runs over to the water bucket, lifts it off the top, brings it over to where you are, and puts it down that's, next that's to perfect. you. That's perfect. That's absolutely um, perfect. He starts unloading all of his stuff because he has like a, yes. a bag full of stuff. He's always carrying multiple things. He has a crossbow, a bow, um, a short sword, and things like that. So he takes off his scabbard. He takes off his bags and things. And he says, "Oh shit! I need money." God. Uh, in, in 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 that bag over there. How much money do you have? It's not my bag. I'm pointing to Aura's bag. How much I have money none. do you have, Aura? <laughs> um, Aura had her life savings have... last time, but yeah, I have in total. Oh man, thirty-five gold. Okay. Um. So, and that's all in the one pouch of some sort that you have yeah it's like probably in my shoulder bag in like a tiny pouch yeah alvin like scrambles through grabs the pouch looks in and says okay this should be enough um should i get anything else what? i'm sorry what should i get more things what else should i do just go get a doctor alvin quickly he turns around and he runs out the door and you see him just moving he moves pretty quickly um for his small stature, and he he starts sprinting down towards town. Um, aura, aura, hang in there. Wake up. I'm gonna smack her face a little bit. See if I can wake her up. She does not wake up. She's she's completely out of it. Um, what do you do next? Uh, can I try to use my decelerate? Hmm. My time magic. What are you trying to, sl- to do? slow her to slow her death down? Uh, let's see. Um, 
you you can. Okay. And I think you do. Okay. Tell me how it looks. Uh, well, I think when I, I slap her face and she doesn't really react and she's getting paler, even though she's already pretty pale, uh, I think I just take a deep breath because I, I feel different. I feel differently than I, I used to. And I, this magic uh, comes out gently, not shadow magic, but it's white and it goes into her cheeks and maybe adds a little bit of warmth into her cheeks that spreads down into her skin just a little bit, not a lot. And I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to slow the process of whatever's happening to her down until I can figure it out. Uh, what I is your spell natural Charisma? Yes. Give me a charisma check. Just a flat charisma check. Fifteen. So the scene in here, like you do successfully kind of cast this thing. You harness this magic. Um, the the symbol of the hourglass appears on the back of your hand. Um, this white light shines a little bit and you slow down this um sure it's okay i have you this won't gonna let anything happen to you but it's really hard to do um oh, okay. i think you start to strain to hold on to it for any longer than maybe 30 seconds um after about six seconds it becomes really difficult to sl- keep h- holding this slowed time slowed stasis thing that you're trying to do um after 15 it becomes noticeably difficult like when you're trying to cast a really high level spell or something like that um by about 30 seconds will, you have no choice but to then. let go I, I will stop at 15 seconds i'm no good to her broken and dead so yeah. I, I just stop then if it becomes too difficult it's it's something that you feel like is possible like you can you can do you can train in this and make it better, but you can't do it right I'm now. I'm just not very adept in it. All right. Um, so technically you do slow it, but not for too long. Um, uh, well, then I would like to, uh, I would like to pour some of the hot water now on her, which I know is very, very hot, but I hope it's not boiling anymore. I don't want to burn her, but I do want to clean that wound as much as possible. And then I am going to try to cauterize it with the with the sword okay um i think give me another medicine check in fact give me two medicine checks can i have advantage for a medicine kit in exchange if i ditch one um for pouring water and cauterizing with a medicine kit i don't think you're (laughs) using the healing kit to do it you're just all right Hoping that you do it correctly. 18. 18's good. That's for the water. Um, as you, like, <laughs> a, again, take these um, these towels or, or whatever you were using away, mm-hmm. you can see these wounds uh, clearly, again, they're, they're... They cannot heal. They lie open and they won't close. Even in that natural way that you will find flesh just kind of returns to a, a state before, um, it looks oddly open and you clean these wounds there's a um there's probably like a a, a a very minor shuffle from aura as this water hits the it's okay it's okay the it's abdomen okay. and then the water rushes out across the floor um 
and you see the wound clean for a moment. You get that moment where all the blood and, and um, clothing is clear. Uh, and yeah, you see that odd thing as if as if it's being held back by little hooks or something. Um, then you're going to try and close it with the with the sword or not. Um, if I am noticing that the skin is pulling apart, I think I try to, uh, cause I already rolled for it. So what I'll, what I do is I do try to close the wound with my hands and bring the blade in. And with just the edge of that, the blade, I do try to cauterize a bit and I'm assuming it doesn't work. There's something magical holding her wound open. Um, you can see that it, it. There are, there's, it cauterizes some parts of it. You can see that it seems to have done something. Um, but there's something wrong here. Yeah. It does, it, it, I would say, if, for want of a better phrase, it half works. Okay. You can see that it does, does do some of it, but you can also see that it's being held, um, some of the, the flesh is being held apart. By what you like, if you were to describe it any other way than an invisible string, I don't know how else to describe it. Can I? I don't know if this is possible. Can I use my dark magic to see it? This string. Um. Which dark magic? Uh. The one I was born with. <laughs> Just innately. <laughs> yeah. The one that's under my sheet is just dark magic. Um, I just wondered if you were trying to, to access something in particular, specific. Over, oh yeah, over the general, stuff but... I yeah, the stuff I'm I'm hesitant to use that stuff. My eyeball, um, my one bad eye. I think. Give me a charisma check again. Thirteen. Thirteen. Now give me either an arcana or an investigation check. Okay. With yeah, no, just just that you don't get advantage. Twelve. So you now will see something. Um, how you see it, what we see happen to you, or how it is brought to your attention is up to you. Um, but All what right. you can see are these little. They look like barbs, almost like fishing hooks. Um, much, much smaller than the, than a, an average fishing hook. I don't know if you know, but they're very, very small little things, like a few millimeters across. These tiny little barbs. Um, they don't look metallic. They don't look like they would have come off of the uh, off of the partisan, but they do have these wisps of of smoke coming off of them and they're 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 like they look like little bits of dirt at first and then maybe you realize that they're almost smoking tiny little little barbs of of black and gray with little little almost almost like a minuscule matchstick or something like that that's just been put out you can see this smoke coming off of them you can see two in the leg and three in the abdomen very small just on the edges of where the wound is um, and maybe you can see through the blood for a moment. You get a flash of these things as you uh, access whatever this this is to you. Uh, I th- so what it would look like is Suna is looking through her left eye, which is completely blackout, 
and she's, it's kind of like focusing when you are either crossing your eyes, it's, it's something similar like that. It kind of fades out and then she can see something else when she's doing this and now she can see the barbs and they've got, everything kind of has a little bit of that shadowy wisping coming off, kind of like steam that you can see. And uh, can I touch it? Can I pull it out? They're extremely small. If you're trying to do it with your nails yeah. or whatever, you can probably yeah. do that. I don't know if you're using an instrument of some kind. Well, I just want to see if I can touch it. Can I, is it? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely a physical little thing. Oh, fuck yes. I'm going to try to pull that out. Okay, give me a slight, give me two slight of hand checks. Okay. One for the abdomen, one for the leg. 22. and do this. Yep. Second one. Six. So the abdomen, um, you can see them very clearly at the top of the flesh here. Um, you reach in, your hand as steady as you can make it, and you can pull this little barb out, almost like a, a thorn, something like that, like a cactus. Um, does it disappear when it's out of her? It does, almost instantly. As Fuck. soon as you as soon as you remove this thing, All right. they quickly turn entirely into a, a shadowy sort of mist and, and vanish. Um, then you get the next one, same thing. Um, when you do that, you can see now that the wound returns to a sort of normal state. It, it closes almost, um, and the wound okay. doesn't seem as, as bad. As soon as you remove these things, this wound already oddly appears to you as if it wasn't quite as big and dangerous, not quite as okay. open as it was before, um, not as raw. And will, she, will she survive if I leave the one in her leg? Give me an arcana check again. I'm sorry to ask all these questions, but... It's perfectly fine. Five... Um, you don't know what these things are, what they okay. represent. So I don't right. think you know the effect that they're having, other than that they seem to be um, impacting how badly this wound is okay. and the fact that it seems to be keeping it open. Um, I don't think you know what the long-term effects of what these little barbs do. All right. And the second one, I assume I can't get out of her leg, correct? I'd say you can get... Of the three, you can get two of them out. You get two out, okay. they return to miss. But there's one that's that's in quite deep, um, and you'd you'd have to, without you, you're not able to do it deftly. I won't force you right. to fail there with it being like you, kind of like shove your hand. I would into have to an dig my wound. fingers into her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I look around. Does, does she have any anything fine instruments? Any needles for knitting or anything? Aura. My mom would have knitted, so there might be like a dusty bag of yarn and knitting needles maybe up in the loft next to like a couch up there. Do you have like, what are those little, I mean, you also have a lot of botany tools, right? I do. I have an herbalism kit. Not you, uh, Aura. Oh. She's probably got some hardcore stuff in the house, like little leaf yeah. trimmers and, and things like that. I can't remember what they're called. I'm, I'm so bad at botany. Um, uh, keys shears. and needles, no, tweezers oh. and things like that, you know? Yes. Yeah, it, there's like a little table that has all those like little germination oh. glass jars and like little tiny, like you said, tweezers and small scissors and... Oh, perfect. Um, Botanists have so like the perfect surgical equipment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think probably, in fact, you know what, give me a, uh, give me a d20. 
All right. Let's see where they are in the house and whether Aura keeps them to hand. 18. She does. Where are they, Aura? Because they're nearby. Or at least, it's at least. When I glance over, you know probably where they in the are. kitchen somewhere. Yeah, like in the kitchen, there's like a small space with a giant window uh, between the fire stove. Yes. Is that called? Like, yeah, this the fire. Okay, the, I'll just, the stove and the, um, stove, yeah. the yeah. kitchen. And so there's just like this little wooden table with lots of glasses and little tiny tools on it right yeah, underneath yeah. the window. Okay, so I probably uh, trembling a little bit now at this point because using that uh, time magic is really t- tuckered me out. Uh, I kind of stumble over to the window and I'm moving my hands and probably knocking things over and I'm trying to rush and get these instruments that I need. And then I hurry back over to Aura um, with the little uh, tweezers and potentially some scissors. Uh, and I'm going to try with the instruments to uh, to get this last thing out here. All right, give me a sleight of hand check with advantage this time. <sighs> All right, hang in there, Aura. Try to get this out. Oh. You do it successfully. I think as you... There's the advantage. Um, it's 18. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, and then you do it fine. You bring okay. the, uh, the little tweezers down. Um, you maybe use one of the other instruments to sort of um, hold some of the flesh, the wound open a little bit, and you're able to very deftly and quickly bring out this final barb. As you bring the thing up, you see it once again turn to, to mist, and when you look back towards this wound, you can see that it is uh, doesn't look quite as bad. It doesn't look quite as bad. It looks like something that now is very deal-withable with your... My healing kit. Yeah. Okay. Uh... And I think as I'm, as I'm pulling this last bit out, I, I think of the time that my, my daughter probably stepped on something sharp and I had to pull it out of her foot. And so I, I think I'm getting a memory like that when I'm working with Aura here. Uh, and then uh, once that's out, I just take a deep breath and I, I look at her wounds and then I, I reach for my bag and grab my healing kit and I go to work. All right, and that is where we sideswipe across town once again to um young Bo Bobo um oh you um the last we saw of you you were plunging the dagger into Mayor Pyreheart's chest um, I think from your perspective here, we see you do this, and you see his face curl into a grimace. Um, he kind of isn't fully looking at you. He's more, he seems to be more fixated on, um, Ellie for a moment, when he, his face contorts into a strange grimace, and then he chokes up a considerable amount of very sort of dark blood. It runs down his chin and onto his chest. He lets out a, a long, um, breath and then falls slack in his chair. Um, As you turn around, you now see Ellie, but she's laying on the ground, and she appears to be unconscious. I don't think you even heard her kind of fall. It's just an instant situation. Like, you turn, and she's already on the ground. There's no one else in the room, but you do hear this sort of muffled commotion going on upstairs. You can hear these, um, these voices saying, What? What's going on? Who could have done this? It's a ghost. I'm telling you, it's a ghost. 
Everyone's dead. The mayor. The mayor, quick. Check on the mayor. And you can hear people moving around. You, you're, you're down a single set of stairs that, that was down a sort of tower. And um, doesn't appear to be any way out of this room other than the, uh, the way you came in. The tower leads you back up to the main um, hall. And then you follow that hall around and down towards the front entrance where you've left. Uh, sum of money <laughs> by the front door. Uh, what do you want to do? Well, hmm. let's see. Okay. I, hmm. I can still cast one more invincibility. So... I'm going to grab Ellie and cast it. Okay. So, invisibility gives you the ability to um, to make something that you're carrying invisible as well, which is something that I dealt yes. with in another campaign at some point, and I can't remember whether the rules were that you can or you can't make them invisible, but I'm going to go with you can, uh, because everything you're carrying, anything the target is wearing or carrying is invisible, um, and, uh, I think it's fair to say that you can, uh, you can do this. However, um, you do have to pick up a whole body. Give me a, uh, an athletics check. An eight. You, no. uh, you... You head on, head over to where Ellie is, and looking down at her, you can see that she's she just looks like she's in a deep sleep. Um, her skin is very pale, far paler than you recall her having. Um, she looks bloodless, kind of that kind of like sheet white. Um, her hand, you can see, is curled in a in a strange way. The odd inky mark that she had it appears withered and her hand appears blackened and necrotic almost like the hand of a corpse but other than that she seems to be pretty much the same um slightly splayed out just outside of one of her hands is one of her daggers on the ground and you go to lift her up um and uh, i think you struggle you struggle to lift her for the moment maybe you you lean in an, an, an odd angle and you stumble um as you stumble you kind of drop her back onto the ground and uh, you hit the far wall, you can then suddenly hear some footsteps coming downstairs. Quick, quickly! You are invisible, she is not. Okay, well, dang it. Um, okay. But I'm, so anything that I touch though, becomes invisible too. Kind of, yeah. I feel like you have to be like, at least fireman carrying Ellie. For her oh, to God. for it to spread to her. If you're just touching stuff, it doesn't turn it invisible. Oh boy. Otherwise everything would okay. suddenly turn invisible around you. Oh, oh god, right. So they're coming. Um I'm gonna give it one last go before they come down. Sure, give me another athletics check. Oh, just you lean down, grab her lift her up and i think we probably see you kind of struggle to lift her upwards onto you and you're probably not holding at her at a particularly um um you know cool angle you're not like you haven't like whipped her into a fireman's carry you're not holding her like a baby you like kind of just pick up this fully grown um adult <laughs> half elf woman 
Um, although she's she's relatively lithe, it's still like a big, you know, completely dead weight person. You bring her up like that, you two both vanish as the uh, as three men rush into the room. Um, you see them, they're the, the Pyrehearts men in their bowler hats and their big black uh, cloaks. Two of them have pistols. Um, they have these revolvers that are held out. They run into the room. Another third man runs in with a short sword drawn. Um, two of them run in and look around. One looks straight over towards the mayor and says, uh, Oh, no. What the fuck just happened? They got them all. That's everyone. The second guard. This is... This is evil. This is... This is something... We can't control. I'm telling you, it's a ghost. It's not a bloody ghost, all right? It's some sort of attack. I don't know why, though. Where the fuck is Vizlon? I don't know, but we got to get out of here. Place is cursed. Place is cursed. And he runs up the stairs. Um, two of them move over towards the mayor and begin discussing. They're looking at him. Um, you can hear them talking. They have put, turned away from you. Um, oh, this is awful. He's been stabbed in the chest, but what is that? Look like he choked on something. Oh, fucking hell. Well, they've been stabbed, so that rules out a ghost, didn't it? But who's done this? Britain is still here. One of them turns around. I don't know. We should, uh... Right, we've got to find Vizlon, and we'll have to do a sweep. Uh... Wait, who's even paying the bills anymore? I don't know, all right? But people are dying. I don't want to be next. So let's find out. And they, um... Uh... Start look, looking around the room. You are like against a back wall here with like a completely um, knocked out Ellie over you like like a like a giant child. Um, what do you want to do? Oh God. Uh, well, I I don't want to as as to make a noise. Uh, I don't know if the floorboards will, will creak or anything. Uh, I I'm even trying my best not to make a well. To, to breathe uh, too hard either, even though I'm I'm carrying Ellie. Said, Did she put on some weight? Anyway, hell, um, I, I'm thinking maybe maybe just another few more minutes of holding her. Maybe maybe they'll be convinced that they uh, well gotta get out of here. Yeah, you just stand still. Um, I must say, give me another athletics check with advantage because you're not doing anything. She's already up, you're just holding her, but you've still got to, you know, kind of hold this fully grown person still. 22. Fear has given you the adrenaline that you need as you hold this body. You you remain completely still. The, there's no cr floorboards creaking or anything like that. The two men are maneuvering around the room. You see one of them say, well, I suppose uh, we'll have to come back for him, yeah? Yeah, right, hang on, what's that? One of them moves over to like exactly where you are. Um, they look what feels like straight at you and then they look down on the ground at the knife that was left um, outside of Eveli's hand. One of her several daggers. She has an endless amount of them seemingly. Um, it's not the one that was used to, uh, that you were given to, to puncture him with. You still have that, but it is just another one of her daggers and they look down. Look at that. Picks it up. Look, the knife. Right, well, don't touch it, because that's, well, well, now it looks like, you know, you could, they can, they're going to think you've done it. You know what I mean? Because your hands have touched it and that. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. Well, ain't we the police? Well, sort of, but not really. What if they send the army? 
If they send the army, we're in real bad trouble, you know what I mean? Why would they send the army? Because they always send the army when we can't deal with it. Well, what do we do? I say we just fucking leave. Leave? Where the fuck are we going to go? Solver. Let's go to Solver and get on a ship. And then where are we going to go? Who gives a shit? Alright. Look. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Come on in. And they move out of the room and head up. Uh, head up the stairs, leaving you alone down here. You can still hear people moving around during this entire time. There seems to be a decent amount of commotion from upstairs. Um, but it slowly begins to die down. Um, a minute or so after these guys leave, you can hear people moving around still. It doesn't seem like the house is completely empty. Um, these guys had staff. They had like chefs, um, they had butlers, they had a lot of these men that patrol the grounds and act like their own private little militia. Um, but it's pretty, uh, pretty quiet after about a minute or so of them leaving. All right. Well, if that's the case, I think I'm ready to start making a move. But before I go, I, uh, I try to inspect the room, uh, well, more, more or less the, uh, mayor's body to see if the, uh, well, Ellie's venom dagger is still in him. Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, you can have it if you wanted to have taken it out of him. Yeah, alright, I'm, I'm gonna take it with me, because I know Ellie, Ellie loves that. You got it. More importantly, um, before I leave, I'd like to check on uh, her status. Is, 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 is she okay? Yeah, give me a medicine check. Lots of medicine checks today. Fourteen. Hmm, um... What do you think Bo knows about medicine? What kind of uh, knowledge would he have? Essentially, she looks like she's in a, a, a coma. That's what it looks like to you. She's entered a, a, a sleep, a long-term sleep. You used to be able to cast the spell sleep, right? You, this is one of the things that you would understand. It almost looks to. like that. I would say you, you recognize this maybe to be something um, either akin to the magical sleep spell um, or some somebody who's who maybe is a coma patient, someone who's gone into a long-term sleep. These you hear these stories. I don't think um, there would be too many coma patients because they don't have exact like the technology to keep coma patients alive. But um, with using magic and certain clerics can keep people in comatose states, and you'd be aware of those sorts of people. Um, and this is what it looks like. Like she looks asleep. Uh, but it seems like such a deep sleep that it and, and, it, and an extremely unnatural one. You can attempt to wake her up if you want to try. Hmm. But you can tell pretty much off the bat that this looks like a an unnatural kind of sleep. Like, Whether it's like a yeah. poison or something like that. You know, also she was uh, she was she was hit with a dose of sleeping something. That too. Yeah. At most, I'll probably be able to read uh, her her pulse, and it's it's not looking so good. It's very weak. So I'm going to get her out of here as soon as I can. So I start making my way up those stairs. All right. Um, so you're both invisible. You start moving up the stairs. You've got her probably in some sort of fireman's carry at this point, something a little more comfortable, and you heft her up. You're not necessarily a weak person or anything, but it's still not easy to do regardless. Um, you maneuver up these this spiral staircase. It takes you up to the hallway, um, and you get a better ear for people moving around. Um, you can hear the same kind of conversations coming. It seems like there's a group of about four people. Um, a little further down the hallway to your left, 
as you come to the doorway. Uh, you can hear them saying stuff like, What are we going to do? Who's, who's going to pay for all this stuff? What do you mean, who's going to pay for this stuff? What if we're next? Where are we going to go? We live here. Um, I don't know. Maybe we could just go to town. Can we find some coins and go to town? We could stay at the inn. Yeah, let's just go to the inn. Um, you hear them scurry past the doorway as you stand backwards naturally before realizing once again that you're invisible and you see four people move past and these appear to be working staff two of them just look kind of like average um common working folk one of them appears to be the uh one of the chefs that was working here and the other was uh um like a younger man maybe like a stable hand or something like that um and they kind of hurry past you and head towards where the exit is after that, it falls quiet again. Doesn't seem like there's anyone too uh, nearby. All right, as soon as it gets quiet again, I start making my, my way up some more. I know this uh, this place was down a, a few flight of stairs, so it's going to be a long way up. Yeah. Let me roll one dice. Hmm. Um, You make it up to the the top floor, the, the ground floor, whatever the floor is, the first floor i don't know american versus english translations of ground floor first floor and stuff is all different um and uh yeah you come out to this the like a wide long hallway and it's the hallway that you um you've been down this with vislon you had um as you come out of this doorway to your left and move move down 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 there's another tower at the back of the the manor that leads you down towards where you took the gold bars from the um the treasury of the manor house. Um, towards the right, you head down the hallway, do another right, and it's a straight shot for the front doorway where you left the um, the chest of gold. Doesn't appear to be anyone here, by the way. You can give me a perception check, actually. All right, yeah, that doesn't check. sound like a bad idea. Twenty-two. Yeah, there really doesn't appear to be anyone in this hallway at all. Um, you can tell that the the main doors, those front doors, appear to be open. You can hear the uh, the um, the rain. It's raining outside. It's extremely odd. It's very cold. There's a there's a, a wind that seems to be moving down the hallways, and uh, you can hear this rain. Um, hitting the snow outside. There's a, there's like a thunderstorm happening. Other than that, there is no other sounds. It seems like everyone is either left or they're elsewhere. Alright. Well, seeing that the coast is clear, I'm gonna attempt to uh, snag the uh, the big loot as well. Yeah, give me but... another perception check or an investigation check. Oh god, okay. Nineteen. So you move down the the hallway. You've got Ellie in tow, kind of moving along, starting to maybe make your shoulder ache as you um, push through this this hallway. You can see that a lot of the doors in this place have been opened. Um, it seems like there was some sort of a commotion. Almost all of the doors that were closed when you first came in appear to have been opened up um, in the uh, in the semi chaos. At the uh, front door, you can see that both of the double doors are open, and you can see out and. You can see now this uh, this rainstorm that's hitting, but you can also see the um, the snow has been kicked up. It looks like lots of footprints have headed out and have headed straight towards the main town. Um, 
at the uh, at the door, there is the uh, way you left the chest. Um, it's gone. As you get closer, you can see what looks like a drape or a curtain that's been pulled down. Um, and in fact, the chest is underneath it, as if somebody hid the thing. Um, lifting it up, you can see the chest is there. Lid closed. Oh god. Well, I guess I'm gonna investigate and see what's left of it. Alright, yeah, you lift the lid up. Um, inside, you can see that four of the gold bars have been taken. Um, however, the rest appears to be in there. The gold previously was not including the 24 that were coins, the actual gold bars. Um, there was 850 gold pieces worth. Now you can see that it equates to around 650 gold pieces. Vizlon probably took the four. Alright, well... Seeing that's still quite a hefty amount there, I'm not gonna let that, uh, go. However, I would like to leave some behind for these people, too. Okay, how many do you so want to leave? Gonna, I'm gonna set aside an additional ten for everybody left here. Okay, ten gold bars. Hang on, they're worth fifty gold bars each. Let me remind yep. myself of the calculation, because I didn't write it down correctly. I wrote it down in amount. Uh, okay, so you're, well, that, you have 13 gold bars in there. Oh my god, what have I done? I clicked a button, sorry. Everybody. I think it might have paused the stream. No, it didn't. Um, yeah, there are 13 gold bars in there. This one has taken oh. four. Okay, so the, oh, there's only 13 left in there. Mm -hmm. Oh god, okay. Alright then, well, that, maybe that changes a little bit, because uh, we're probably gonna need that. Um... Alright, I'll leave another three behind. Okay. So for, for the staff and for the people here. Yeah, and you leave three. Okay. So you've got ten in there. I'll and, take the uh, ten with me. Alright. So I'm gonna need another athletics check, because now you're trying to carry Ellie and a chest full of ten gold bars. Trying to do some barbarian stuff, and you do it. I think you get to finally do the the hench Roshi thing, um, where he kind of where he kind of uh, gets all big and strong. Um, you summon up some energy, um, hefting uh, once again um, Ellie over one shoulder, and I don't know whether you're carrying under one arm the uh, the, the chest, but you start to head out of the front door here, and as you start to move um, outside the rain begins to stop. In fact, it stops pretty quickly. Within the first few steps of you um, heading outside into that mush, the strange half snow, half rain, the rain stops entirely, but the snow continues to fall. Where are you headed to? All right, well, I'm probably going to head over to um, Aura's house. That's going to be quite a long trip, too. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So, you start making your way towards Aura's. Really, the way to Aura's ha house is, um, down, back down into where the town is, the village. Um, you are north of the village. She lives 
west of the village. The quickest you could try and cut through the forest, um, but you don't know whether that would work. You can attempt it if you'd like, or you can head down into the town and then back up the the hill, which is the route that you know and is the route that you took here twice. Yeah, I'd probably take the route I'm more familiar with. So I'll head through town first in case I see somebody familiar too that may have seen them. Mm Mm-hmm. You head into town. Give me a perception check. As you maneuver into town. Yikes, that's a seven. Then give me, give me another perception check. Okay, so you don't see him, but you do see um, someone else. Um, As you're um, moving into town, you probably um, look around. It doesn't seem like there's too much of a commotion on the outskirts of town, but you do maybe um, avoid, like the center of town is where the the square was where the market and the the armorer and the tavern are um on the outskirts of town it's just houses and stuff like that they all seem to be um just kind of going about their business the there's a lot of people that are very confused about the quick um rain shower that happened and the, the weather you probably walk past some old farmer who has no idea that you're there um uh, strange what there was that then eh as he starts moving along um First the snow, now the rain. What the heck's going on there? Global warming, I say. As he moves further into the town. You um, get to the point where you can see the crossroads that takes you west and back up towards where um, Aura lives. Give me one last athletics check, just for this journey. Because this is going to be exhausting. Six. You get to the point, I think, where you need to rest. Um, you're, that thing, you know when you're holding up something and the lactic acid kicks in and you just can't do it anymore. Your arms are are failing you, your body's failing you. You absolutely have to rest before you do this last little trek up a small hill and an incline towards Aura's house. Um, how would you do that? You're still well within, it's only maybe been about 10 minutes or something. Um, but you're, so you're well within the invisibility hour, but, um, you do now absolutely need to stop or you're going to fall agreed um i'll make my way towards the inn and sneak into a a room that's uh, vacant going all the way to the inn oh is that far is oh it's pretty far it's you you need to figure out a way to stop now i think as at this crossroads before you uh before you right. uh, fall over, basically, is, is the issue. You're gonna you're gonna fall. You're gonna drop Ellie in the gold. Okay. Well, I, I make my way to a nearest tree, so we have some shelter. Yeah, I think you do that. You you see a, a decent looking kind of oak tree. You get behind it a little bit, drop the the chest down, um, and then maybe rest Ellie up against the side of the tree. She appears. The chest appears, um, but you do not. Maybe you sit down and hunker onto the um the chest a little bit um and in the distance you can hear this voice um shouting um wildly saying where's the doctor where is he you hear another voice saying don't bother don't go up there all right there's a ghost i'm telling you it's a bloody ghost you're probably better off leaving town a ghost i need to see him 
you um you recognize the voice of Alvin, and he starts to uh, push this larger man out of the way. As you look around the tree, you can see that it's one of the the men from the uh, from the building, and he looks down and shakes his head at Alvin the gnome, and he starts to move up towards where the uh, the house is. He's got a very worried look on his face, and he starts to um, pick up his pace. Oh God. Well, I'm going to scurry off and try to chase Alvin down, even though he can't uh, see me. I, I try to call out his name. Alvin! Alvin! What? Who is that? Or should us a ghost? I'm sorry, I, I, don't... I don't like ghosts! I didn't mean it! Whatever I did, I'm no. sorry! Angels and ghosts! C- calm down, Alvin. It's okay. It's just... It's it's Bo. We met before. At, at, at the inn. We, I, I, I'm a friend of, of Oars and, and Suna's. Oh... Where are you? Uh, well, well, I'm, I, I'm actually uh, right, right behind you. He turns around very slowly. His eyes, which are already quite big, widening in his gnomish face, he looks beyond where you are and says, oh, "I'm sorry. How did you die? Perhaps I can help you." I, no, no, I, I'm really not a, a ghost. I, uh, and I uh, uncast uh, invisibility and I reveal myself to to Alvin. I think he jump like he visibly does like a jump scare as you you jump scare him and appear out of nowhere. Ah, you a wizard? Well, I'm not actually a wizard. I'm a bard. But um, <gasps> he I- runs forward and grabs you suddenly, um, looking up at you, saying, "Wait, you're a wizard? Can you cure people as Orish is in trouble?" Wait, Orish in trouble? I've got oh. Ellie here who's also in trouble. I where are they? An Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Where are they? Where, where's Aura and Sarah? Okay, they're at, okay, great. We're, I'm actually gonna go there right now. I just, I just needed a break. Can I cure people? That I can. I, I will do the very best I can. Just give me a moment. I, I, I just need to gather my things and, and get Ellie. Right. And we'll head there together. Where's Haridon? Oh, I left Ellie by the tree over there, and I turned behind, hopefully still seeing everything uh, in place. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, Dad. No, she's not dead. No, 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 oh. no, no. She's she's very weak, though. She's, she's in, like, a sleep. What the I fuck don't know is what happened. happening? You guys are crazy, you know that? I'll explain everything when we get to Aura, to, to, to Aura's house. Okay. There's, there's no time to lose. You so in Aurea, I have to this. The sparks. Oh, yes. If you can, that'd be amazing. Thank you. Okay. You seem hefted up. It's heavy. What is in it? Uh, well, uh, that, that'll be a surprise for later. But but for now, we should really hurry. Okay. You, you can carry LAS? Yes, that I can. Well, hopefully. Can you lift her up with your mind? No. That, that I cannot do. Oh. Can you fly? I wish. No. Okay. Well, anyway, um, okay. let's uh, let's head out, and I and I rush over to, to Ellie. Have to be what? Quick. We gotta be quick. Yep, that we do. Sorry. Yeah, that must be heavy. This is heavy. Okay, and then I rush over to to, to grab Ellie, and we make our way to Aura's. You head on up to Aura's. Aura, there is um. A decent amount of time between, uh, I mean, and sooner, sorry, everyone, all of you, all of the people in the stream, all of you, um, 
uh, are reunited after a little while. I think Suna is um, is done with whatever you're doing. Suna, maybe you're um, aware now. Aura's like super not conscious and you're probably not 100% sure whether she's out the woods or anything at all here. But you've done pretty much everything that you wanted to do previously. Um, the wounds are definitely not as bad. Whatever magical barbs that were there, um, as far as you can tell, they're all gone. And the wounds are, are closed um, and somewhat dealt with. There's a uh, 15 minutes or so of you maybe washing up, cleaning, checking everything when the door is uh, kicked open and in comes Bo and uh, Alvin. Bo is carrying what looks to be the corpse of Ellie over one shoulder. She's extremely pale looking. She doesn't even look like she's breathing anymore. Um, and Alvin is is dragging at this point a, a chest as he uh, as the door opens up and Bo walks in. Alvin is is shouting. Yes, yeah. oh, oh, Bo, Bo, thank, thank, thank goodness. Can you help us? Yes, uh, it's, it's everything I, I, I heard about Aura. Uh, are, are you all right? Uh, yeah, so, yes, I'm okay now, but uh, she had some, some weird supernatural barbs in her leg that I managed to get out, but I can't seem to close the wounds any more than this. Okay, I could really I'll use your help. I'll see what I can do. Naya, rush over to Aura's body. All right, Aura, hang in there. Bo's here. He's going to fix you right up. All right, oh what do you want to do? Okay, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. Okay. Seven healing. Aura, you are healed for seven. Um, But you do not wake up. Oh, God. You, uh, Bo, you cast this spell. How does it normally look when you do this? Usually, um, well... Seeing that she's in a critical condition, I don't even uh, touch her body. I just uh, raise my hands over her body and, and cast. However, I noticed, um, even though there's more color coming to her, she's not waking up. Yeah, she... Um... Did, it, did it work? It, well, uh, for the most part, but I don't I don't know. She's still... Aura, sweetie. This, this Come on. Looking good. It's time to wake up. Oh, give Can me I... an arcana check. Oh boy, I'm patting her face and I'm splashing a little bit of cold water on her. Just a little, not like a tub, but it's on my hands and I'm patting her with my wet hands. All right, anyway. <laughs> so your spell that you um that you you use to heal people um is uh is is working. The wound itself, you can see, has has um, begun to knit together again. The, the way that the flesh closes up when this is when this is cast, you're aware that this doesn't always work. the The thing with curing magic is that it doesn't always um, fix being, things back correctly. If someone gets like stabbed in the heart and you cast cure wounds immediately, sometimes it can it can heal the wound wrong and just close a ventricle off. Um, it Depends how bad this trauma is to the flesh that the cure wounds works with. Taking this to another level, though, the um, and something beyond anyone's powers here, but not something that is outside of the realm of knowledge that you would understand. Um, when people are extremely injured um, and are basically dead, 
there um there is no way to to revive people there is no res magic in this world there's no such all the spells that do things like um raise dead um things like that then they're, they're not in this campaign they don't exist um sometimes and you whether you how you know this sometimes people um are too far gone for the curing to work and it seems i think to you at this point that's where she's at whether it be that you need to just give it a little while longer or whether it be that um um she's she's too too injured and curing magic just isn't enough um you're not sure but these, this is just i'm giving you on that arcana check all that knowledge as knowledge that you understand and this, whether this is a situation that you understand from an experience that you've had before or knowledge that you understand um, from from learning or books or something, you, uh, yeah, that's what it seems like. Because normally when you cast these, these curing spells, it, it closes the wound and the person <gasps> comes back to life, right? And it doesn't seem to be happening. And it also doesn't seem to be changing too much about her outward appearance, her shallow breathing, starting to get a little raspy. Um... Yeah. And what do you do with Ellie as well? Where's Ellie right now? Oh, um, well, I, well, as, as, well, right before I get, uh, well, yeah, right before I, I attend to Aura, I, uh, put her on a, uh, well, the uh, nice, uh, couch that, that Aura has near the fire. Yeah. So I think you two now are stood there. Alvin's kind of out of breath, um, worriedly staring at Aura as well. Um, and the two of you can see these two, um, women with, with, with aura on one side of you with this kind of, uh, this shallow, maybe rasping breath as she's, um, uh, laid on this table. And then Ellie behind you appears to not even be breathing at all at this point. Um, she just looks, she looks quite serene. Her skin, very pale. Even her hair looks pale. Um, the the contrast of her dark clothing that sort of shadowy assassin's outfit that she wears um against her skin just extremely ashen white um and her her blonde hair looking like white blonde hair as opposed to well actually no her, her hair was red um and and the color seems to be washing out of it while she's laying there and she also has this hand what do the two of you do now what, what, what's happened to ellie yeah, she, um, well, let's just say the curse activated, and it, I didn't even see what happened, I just saw her on the ground, and then her hand, it's, it's like it's dead, it's, I, uh, I didn't get the chance to take a good look at her, I was in such a hurry to get back to you guys. All right, that's, un that's, that's understandable, let's deal with one thing at a time. Can I? Can I? You first. No, I would like to investigate her hand too. Yeah. Okay. Both of you are doing that. He, I just. Yeah. It's not a serious investigate though, because I'm still with Aura, and she's like, I feel like she's dying, and I don't think I would leave her side. But when she mentions her, I do look over, and she even specifically said her hand. So well, I would uh, like to look. Bo, give me an investigation with advantage, then. So roll it again. We'll take the higher of the two. Twenty. Um, is there anything in particular that you're looking for? 
the the investigate bows twenty is both of you, combining. Oh, your oh okay, okay, okay. Like, um, um, can I check for maybe even just the slightest pulse in that hand, if it's maybe still possible that? Yeah, you're you're feeling the hand physically holding it. It it feels tough. The the skin when you quickly grab a, a part of her arm further up. Um, the top of her forearm, maybe. You can feel that the skin feels very cold, but not so cold that it's um, uh, necessarily dead flesh. However, touching her hand feels freezing after being outside. The skin feels um, tough, leathery. The uh, it, it feels cold. It feels dead. And you, as you grip the the wrist and feel around there for a pulse, no pulse at all. Grabbing her other wrist, sitting there for a moment, that you catch a very, very faint pulse. However, the dead hand for sure hasn't got one. It seems like Ugh. a dead person's hand that has just been stuck on the end of hers, even though it's for sure her hand. Well, this isn't looking good. I don't. I don't even know if uh, what I did actually helped Aura. I. It's all right, I'm taking a look now. May I use my medicine kit now? Yeah, what are you trying to do yeah. with it? Um, I, well, d when Bo did the healing, it helped aid the it, wound closing properly? It seems to have practically closed the wound, yeah. Okay, then yeah, I will, I will sew that shit up uh, and just kind of like make sure she's okay and uh, patch it up, put some gauze on it. Yeah. Um, Alvin is is on the other side of Aura. His wide mm. eyes kind of just intently looking at her, and he looks up and says, Oh, something up there, okay? What can I, I do? I, but you just hold her hand and keep talking to her. We need her to stay here with us. You're doing great, Alvin. Real great. Aura, in the distance, you can hear voices. People saying things like, Is she gonna be okay? And, um, Suna saying, You're doing great. You and, um, you can hear Bo in the, in the background saying stuff about, um, Ellie. She was, she was he, the curse mark, things like that. Um, but it's all very distant. And, I don't think it interests you at all. And that's where we're going to go to our break for the evening. Um, short break here. And then when we return, we will return to Young Aura Oakfall. Thanks for watching. We'll be back in a few minutes. I'm going to go pee, go pee, grab a snack, grab a coffee. Take a deep breath, and then we'll return in a few moments to see what uh, these guys do next. Thanks for watching. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Um, jumping back in with Aura.
you um the last thing you recall is being uh hit by a partisan and falling before you even hit the snow the 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 wound the pain uh the damage um uh cause you to black out um and then it all seems like a distant dream you almost wake up i think you have that that sensation of being um of of having woken up in your home you, i would say you feel quite comfortable um but you for sure if anything feel relatively cold the house around you there's i would say it has lost a lot of its vibrance um but it's your home outside of the windows you don't see the snow or the village or the forest you see this sort of stretching plains land um like tall yellowed grass that's shifting in a breeze um and it spreads out endlessly there's no nothing that punctuates it no hills no uh no trees no rocks just this kind of stretching landscape very flat a plains land and uh it's it looks like it might be the dead of night and outside the night sky is filled with far more stars than you've ever seen in constellations that don't make sense but all of that seal still seems very distant to you the longer you try to concentrate on any of these elements i think the less interested you become um there are voices that you can hear at the edge of your uh mind but they're in the distance too um and you're able to sort of move around this house and i think maybe you take a few steps and look around and it's for sure your house and it it seems familiar but some of the decor is different it's it's how you how you would remember it as a child how everything looked when you were much much younger and even some elements that are very different there's a bookshelf maybe that um that you that you uh remember from being young that isn't there anymore or was replaced there's like an old cooking pot that was thrown out years ago by you but it sits clean and new on the stove and as you turn around the hearth is now lit um and above it there's a portrait that you've never seen before there are people in the portrait that you recognize and it's the group that you've been traveling with and they all stand together with you at the center of it you're wearing a, a red hood and cloak um suna looks practically the same as always in her wraps and her shawl and she's got her arms around you and Bo on the other side and he's standing there pulling a silly face um his glasses are on his head with a sort of rare sight of his eyes while he's pulling this face and smiling ellie is standing there too with her arms crossed slightly aside from all of you all um her clothing has changed in the image and she's wearing this like white cloak with this peaked hood that comes down quite far over her eyes um underneath you can see that she has her blonde hair the the very rich blonde hair not the red that came from the 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 oculus gack that seemed to have changed it since then and the four of you are depicted in really great detail this is like 
super masterwork painting. Um, and the way that you're all standing is very friendly. You get a sensation that these people in this photo or in this painting are old friends. They're standing inside a, a great city. Maybe it's Bologna or somewhere like that to the south. Um, and this big photo sits above this hearth. And while you're concentrating on it, you... You hear someone speak to you. What are you doing here, daughter? And as you turn around, you see your father. And he's sitting at this table that you've had since before you were born. Um, and he's got this forlorn look on his human face. But he's sitting at the table and he's sharpening your sword. Um, which was once his. And he looks it over. Before you can even answer, he looks down at it and says... I thought I told you to take care of this. Before I say anything, I want to look down at my hands. Do, do they look? Do I look normal? Do I have that time? The um. Pronomancy. What is it? Symbol. The, the, yeah, uh, is that still on my hand? Um. Yes. Okay. And it's active. White. Was there a mirror anywhere? Nope. Okay. I'll look at him very confused. Can you hear me? Yeah. I'm going to walk over to the table and sit down next to him well I haven't seen him in a very long time he looks kind of um I think um as as he trained you with with sword and bow and survival techniques things like that in the forest maybe there were days where you just weren't getting it like you would you would he would have you fire an arrow something that he knew that you could do um and you would miss the target. And although he was, uh, you know, loving and caring and, and generally a, a good father figure, he would he would get kind of maybe sometimes he would get frustrated with you not living up to that ability. Um, whenever you would fire an arrow and do something that he knows you can do, and then you fail at it, he would have a certain look on his face. And I think he has that look as he looks across to you now. He puts the whetstone down. And pushes the sword into the center of the table and leans back in a chair. Um, crosses his legs and uh, sits looking at you with this same face in a, in a familiar way that he would sit when you were much, much younger. And he, he says, Well, what are you doing here? I don't know. I don't, where are we? He looks towards the window and looks outside. Well, you're home. So are you. Nope. He sits forward again and says, What are you fighting for? 
I would lean back in my chair because I'm I'm in awe that I'm seeing my father. Can can I do a perception check to see if I'm noticing anything off or odd? Nope. You can't okay. concentrate on much. I think okay. uh, you can feel. You know, like how you don't question anything in a dream until you're already awake. Yes. But even sometimes when you're having a relatively lucid dream, you still don't always have the ability to question intelligently what you're doing. I think you have okay. that sensation. Um, and maybe as that thought enters your mind, it also immediately leaves. I'd lean forward and I'm, I'm going to reach for my father's hand and put my hand on his. I don't know. Yeah. You're lacking conviction that what you do is right. Give me a death saving throw. Um, you have advantage because okay. Suna applied pressure for the wounds. So I have marks already. Should I clear those? Uh, yes. Okay. One make. Um, okay. He says, um, while you're, you're holding his hand, and by the way, you can feel it. Um, he feels yeah. very real. Um, you still feel kind of cold inside, but as, as he says that you lack conviction that what you do is right, you feel a, um, uh, a pulse of life, a, 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 a little, a little warmer for a moment as he says, um, you should trust yourself, you know. And I don't mean you, I mean her. He points to the painting. I'll look over. Do I see who he's pointing to? Yeah, you see the figures um, that were in the painting before. Um, and uh, three of them dissipate and vanish from the image, leaving just you in there, the, the version of you that's in this red outfit. I'll look over and see that and I've been a little lost since you and mom have been gone right but then with this whole thing that you're involved in now so you're still lost don't you have a purpose now I feel like I was thrown into something that I don't know what I'm in involved with then why are you fighting? Because I'm supposed to? Give me another death save. And you have advantage because Suna cleaned the wound. How do I add advantage? Because it doesn't give me the option Just to. Roll it twice. Two times? Okay. Yeah. 15. Another make. He says... You know, she did half of the work. She led them to their deaths, but they didn't fail. They achieved their goal under your protection. You mean they die? They're long dead, but you're still alive. So I'm the only one that survives this? Shakes his head. 
gives you that look again. Look again. Looks up towards the image. Okay. I'd look over at it. That is not you. I'd stand up and go over to it and get a closer look at it. Yeah, give me uh, an investigation check. Four. Look at your hand. I looked down at my hand. Didn't you meet her when you got that? This is this is me from another time. Right. Another place. They've already done everything they can do. They couldn't stop anything. But they gave you all the information you need. You might not know the path you're on, but she did. She trusted everything. We were on our way to try to find Suna's mother and figure out what our next step was. Right, so what are you doing here? That creature came back and they went black. You need to fight. Not run? You were brought to us for a reason. When he says that, what do you mean by us? Your mother, me, we found you. What was you. that reason? We strove to preserve our world, nature, knowledge. Now you must do the same. I stand a little taller. Is there a secret? that I should know that'll help get us to the next step? He leans back in his chair. You need to have confidence in yourself. I will try. We're very proud of you. We always have been and we always will be. Don't give up. You can see Aura's trying to not get emotional. I've missed you. We've been with you the entire time. Give me another death save, and this time you have advantage because the wound was cauterized. 17. Three makes. The sounds of the room begin to shift and change and you can hear the voices of of alvin and suna um and Bo, um discussing things something to do with um magic not working something to do with ellie's hand and the um the figure of your father starts to kind of just slowly um stretch away from you and the room itself begins to stretch away from you the sun seems like it's rising outside even though you can't see a sun does seem to be um 
lightening the room, giving it more vibrance, giving it some more warmth. And he says, Remember what you fight for. Come on, you're better than this. If the room's stretching, can I still try to like run towards him? Because I see that time stretching to like give him a hug. Yeah, I think you can as well. Like you run forwards and he stands up and he hugs you. But it as as he grabs you, you feel small. Um, and uh, you hug him the way you used to when you were very, very young. Like toddler small. And he, he lifts you up and he says... You're pretty strong. You're stronger than we are. And, uh, next time, he puts you down. When you get knocked down, get back up. And I think it's at that moment that you kind of choke awake in this room with the others. And if you look at your sheet, at the bottom on the right-hand side of your abilities here, you have a new one. Um... Which is called Relentless Endurance. Which you normally get if you're a half-orc <laughs> in the game. Um, if you could just read that for everyone. Okay, Rel- Relentless Endurance is when you are reduced to zero hit points, but not killed outright. <laughs> you can drop to one hit point instead. You can't use this feature again until you finish a long rest. Yes. So you have that now. You wake up. Thank you. Okay. Um, I think, Bose, Una, whatever you're doing at this point, you um, you suddenly you you notice, um, or wake up, or for you, this is, um, this should be extremely uncomfortable. You should, and you do, you feel suddenly awful. You 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 snap back to this reality where you probably have an awful headache. Your stomach, your leg, really hurt. Um, you probably feel a little sick, nauseous. You're uncomfortable as hell because you're laying on a table. Um, you've been sutured. You've been um, someone's been plucking things out of you with tweezers. But the the room feels warm and comfortable and. Um, as you uh, as you come to, you see the face of your mother looking down at you, and the face of your father looking over you. And you glance left, and you see Alvin. And as you look back, it's Suna and Bo just looking down at you as you're kind of groaning and coming to. What do you guys do? Uh, oh, Aura! Uh, oh, thank heavens! Oh, uh, there you go. Are you all right? What happened? Oh, uh, well, you got lanced by what I think is a symbol, maybe? I'm I'm not sure, but you're okay now, and that's all that matters. Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's what happened to you guys? Yes. What happened to you? I mean, well, let's just say that uh, that date uh, Ellie went on and didn't go swimmingly. What do you mean? The fella spiked her drink and put her to sleep and... He was gonna do some freaky shit to her. He he was gonna like experiment on her. It, was, uh, we've got to kill him, sense. and then I'm gonna try oh. to sit up. I didn't, no, oh, no, 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 okay, no, careful, no. careful, careful, careful. You might. Oh. I don't know if you have a concussion or not. So calm, what calm the? down. Why are there holes in me? Well, that's what happens when you get stabbed with a lance. Yeah. Do, do you remember any of that? I remember darkness. 
we were going to run, and then we didn't run, and then we were going to run again, and <laughs> then you got stabbed. Yeah, how many times did I get stabbed? Well, t- twice. That's why you have two two spots there. Your <sighs> abdomen, down on your left, right there. Yep, yep, yep. And then the other one is on your right thigh. Okay, okay. Right there. Um, Just be very careful. We don't want to tear that back open. No, I'm going to see... I'm going to quickly scan myself and realize I have no magic left. So I'm like trying to muster up cure wounds on myself, but nothing's happening. Alvin is like, is like awkwardly tugging at you as well. And it's really probably hard to do anything. He says, I'm so sorry. I lost the cure wounds on myself. You taught me how to do it. I believe I'm I'm just glad you're alive, Alvin. And I put my arm on his shoulder and I kind of pull him in to hug him. He passes out. He passes out? He passes out. I'm going to pick him up and pull him up on the oh. table with me. I'm going to try like, it's... Why, why, why did you let yeah, us, he us needs, do that? No, there? You I don't... Use, okay, but you shouldn't be lifting anything at all. Why am I on the table? Because we were in a hurry. Uh, uh, oh, can we rest for a little bit? Uh, absolutely. Would you, would you like me to help you into your room? Yeah, where, where is Ellie? Ellie's on the uh, couch by the fire. Um, I'll be tending to her. Don't worry. But yep, yeah, we'll she's... take her care of her as well. You rest first. Can I like look over at the both? couch and see her? Yeah, and you you see the same thing everyone else does. She looks unbelievably pale. The the her hair has got a strange like pinkish tone to it, as if the color is draining out of it. As well as her face, she looks um she looks relative. She looks kind of dead. She looks serene on her in terms of her expression. She doesn't look like she's in pain or anything. She just looks like she's in a comfortable sleep. But she, her chest is not like rising and falling or anything like that. Um, uh, yeah, extremely pale. The color just with every moment seems to be leaving her hair almost. I can see your hand. And you can see that hand, yeah, for sure. Do you have to take the hand off? What? What? Uh- Necrotic. It's rotting. There was this one guy in town. It happened to him, too. We had to take it off from the shoulder. We're not going to cut off her hand, Aura. We don't even know what happened to her. Okay. Well, it's just a suggestion. I don't feel very good. Okay. Oh, all right. It's- I'm going to lean over the table and just vomit. Yeah. Oh, oh you definitely oh. probably have a concussion then. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm going to get... a cloth and a, a bucket and we'll clean you up and then you can uh sit here by the fire i, okay. I don't think I'll you can sleep yet back for you thank you oh i'll hold it back for you someday too if you need Bo. i i appreciate that yeah um, I, I brush off and i go get some uh, maybe a sponge from the bathroom anything to kind of like help clean her up and are you okay Bo? oh i'm fine except for the fact that all the pyre hearts are dead I can't help but like I kind of smile. <laughs> what do you mean? I can't be dead. Uh, no, um, let's just say uh, <laughs> Ellie like was killable. And she no, <laughs> she went on a killing spree and killed every single one of them. <laughs> Hence, well, why the uh, curse? Uh, well, yeah. How did she kill them if she was poisoned? Uh, well. Uh, just about anything, everything she does, stabbing at best. She did it all, even uh, poisoned one in his sleep. 
It's pretty nasty. She killed all of them? Every single one. Killed who? All right, I'm here. I'm just going to put the um, sponge on you here. We're yeah. Gonna, can you take um, that off? Can you, can you lift your arms up here? I'm not going to put you into bed in bloody clothes. So oh. uh, I lift my arms up nice and, like a nice little kid. Thank you. What was that, Bo? Um, Ellie killed all the pyrearts. Oh, good. That sounds like they deserved that. Uh, well, I, I must admit, yeah, but, uh, oh. It's, I feel like that's a joke. There's no way. There's so many of them, and there's all those guards. There's no way. Well, how how many uh, are there? Uh, there? There's a lot of pyre hearts, and there were also lots of guards, but I managed to charm one of them and uh, paid him off, and he was pretty all right with that. At least six. There might be more now. Six pyre hearts? Well, she was only on a date with one. Why'd she need to kill everyone else? Uh, let's just say she got very mad. Well, very, I mean, very mad. sounds like they deserve that it. we need to worry about. No. Anybody who's going to drug someone on a date deserves a lot more than probably. Well, actually, I don't know what she did, so I'm. I'm he sure was going to exactly what was coming. Yeah, they were pretty nasty people. Would I have known about his experimenting, or have heard like rumors of it? No, I don't think. Okay. At all. The little one, he was going to do that? Yep. It's pretty, uh, pretty awful, too. I, uh, just got in the nick of time, I think. Well, it seemed like Ellie, uh, could take care of it herself. Uh, I came down, uh, well, to, to find he was already dead. She managed to break free from uh, her restraints. Uh, she was, uh, not happy. What happened to her hand, then? That's the curse. I believe every time she killed, it it just ultimately got worse, and I thought I had that last kill. I I unfortunately struck the mayor, but I did it for her so that, well, it wouldn't have consumed her, but I don't know. It was just, there was like a weird aura in the room, and I, I look back and I find Ellie on the ground and her hand all necrotic-like. Would I... I have known of any dark magic like this that I had read in my books or that my mom had taught me about. Uh, you can all give me a history or an arcana check, depending on which one you roll, depends on kind of whether you get a, a book knowledge or a uh, magical 16 knowledge. arcana for me. 18 history for me. However, I have already rolled for this once before. I don't know if that matters. Um... You've rolled. You haven't rolled for it since she came in, though. Or you have. Right. Yeah. No. Nope. This is, you know, like new developing okay. bullshit. So you can roll again. Um. Okay. So, eighteen on the history. Um. Hmm. Let me roll here. You probably do have books available that cover all sorts of things necromancy um which is shadow magic demonic psychic evil stuff um this when you couple it with it being some sort of curse sounds very much like um like necromantic stuff um it would be something like uh 
uh, a hag's curse or something like that. Probably the type of thing that a that a that a witch or a hag would would cast um, in an attempt to uh, to um, extend their life or something like that. Um, but hags and and witches are elusive and strange. For the most part, they're into um, soul stealing. They're they're fans of 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 not not necessarily in a demonic bargain way but like a straight up like i'm going to steal and tear your soul from you and store it in my magical st soul stone um type thing however um they do also extend their own lives by um by uh taking energy and and life from others um if you were to guess at anything, you would say Ellie encountered a witch. The fact that she would encounter a witch at the Pyreheart Manor seems very strange. Um, but this this reminds you probably of, of information that you've found in books to do with uh, witches and hags. I think is your your first instinct on an on an eighteen, um, and it would be information that you've you've piled together from books. Finding limbs or people that have just been completely and instantly um, reduced to a to a, a necrotic state is almost definitely some sort of necromancy, um, and this is life stealing, is what it is. At least what's happened to her hand, um, the effect of the curse has it, her hand no longer has any life in it. It's been taken from her. Um, Whatever state she's in and why she's in it, you're not too sure, I don't think. But if you were dealing with anything in the world right now, it is uh, witchy, hag, evil, magic. Um, and that's Aura on the 18 for the history check. Um, so Una on the Arcana, I think probably a similar idea, but I think in, this, in more of a uh, um, generalized sense. You know of magic... That can uh, that can just just absorb life from people. Just take take the life from someone, um, and it leaves them like this. Uh, what I will say is that you know she's no longer cursed. Curse is gone. Whatever the the effect of the curse that was happening to her hand is over. This is the final thing. Um, and, uh, but the, the hand appears to be dead. But not necessarily spreading like it was, like Aura worried that it was spreading and she was slowly going to turn into a, a ghoul or, a, you know, something like that. Um, and then Bo, I think you, um, you really, you don't get any more information that you, than you already kind of suspected with this stuff. Um, but you, you are pretty convinced that she's in a, a sort of stasis. Um, it seems like she's almost in like a hibernation, like an animal that sleeps through winter. That would probably be, that would probably be the information you can determine. I think for you specifically, Aura, it'd be like in the real world when we, 
watch like a documentary about a particular type of murderer. And you're like, oh, this is how they always end up in those documentaries. They look like this. They're in they're 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 in like a weird death state with bits of their body, you know, um dead. Literally just dead and, and magically ruined. So I think you um you have a for some reason, at some point, someone had you read some books on witches and hags. And that's that would be the info. You know something about Ellie? It could be two things. It she could have gotten frostbite and it's turned into gangrene, or there's like gangrene. witches green and necromancy. Have you have you heard of that? Where they take life from other? I think her arm is dead. Yes, it does look like that, doesn't it? But why is she like that? Why is she not waking up? That I don't know. I believe she had a curse. I mean, I'm thinking so. Have you not heard of that? Well, let me. I, I, I have heard of that, but I'm not sure where it came from. She wouldn't say, but it showed up back in Dustvale. She's been. I can't remember. She's been rubbing her hand a lot. Yes, she's been quite concerned about her hand. Yes. She I've been just trying to keep an eye on it, but if she just killed se seven, you said? Seven people. Did she kill more than seven, Bo? She definitely did. It may have run its course, I don't know. Um, is there someone in town, Brad, that I would know who would know a little bit about dark magic? Hmm... I don't think there's anyone in town that knows anything about dark magic. I mean, if there is, mummy it, would. it would have been, um, it would have either been one of the evil pyre hearts who probably have all sorts of horrible connections like that. Um, is, but that would just be conjecture. Um, or, uh, really somebody on the, on the official side of things, clerics and stuff tend to have that kind of information. Um, but there isn't any in town. The there isn't any. Uh, there are religious people, but not really anyone who would be considered a cleric or anybody of any official um, religious order. The only real, honestly, the people who would probably know would be you because you have access to a library and the librarian. Um, but the information really is. Unlikely. You'd, you'd literally have to question everyone in town and see if they have any information on it. I don't think you know of anyone that has any affiliation with some sort of, like, necromancers or anything. Necromancers, even if there are some in town, are definitely not open about it, right? Yeah. They're, they're, like, part of some sort of weird cult or they're doing all this stuff in secret in a basement. Um, it's, uh, yeah, they, I mean, they'll be hunted down by a, by a paladin at some point and killed, so they don't really tend to talk about it. So if there is anyone in town, you don't know them. If um, you, there isn't any, like, there's no church in this town, so there isn't, like, a cleric that you can just go to. Um, and uh, your only real source of information might be the library. Um, and and it, it's where you already draw that information from. It's just your your instinct to go, well, I remember reading at some point about witches and hags. It wouldn't It would make sense for you to look into that you probably were told by um 
your dad to do that because it's very likely that they're wandering around in the Bane Woods. That's where they would be. They're, if they're hiding anywhere, they're hiding in a horrible place in the woods, hidden. I very much doubt you would have encountered one because they're pretty fucking powerful. But, um, um, but, I, they, but you would have been warned of them. Rangers okay. and stuff would for sure need to be aware that there are witches and, and hags that could potentially be out there. Um, but really, I don't think that there's any direct source of information in Bame. No. You're in the middle of nowhere, really. Just some backwater town. When you like say watch a documentary and they're talking about it and they always mention like a short blurb of like, this will help. Is there something in one of the books I read that had like a short blurb about helping or um, reversing it? Um, roll me another history check. Okay. 12. Mm, if the, the, the curse has run its course, then the curse has run its course. Um, and really she, she, this is it. Um, and you can take her to someone who might know better to do something. Um, but there isn't really anything else to do. Whatever's happened has happened. And she is essentially just, she's through it, whatever it is. I feel like, um, there's not much we can do for her. What are you saying? I think it's, um, outside of our skill set and what is available here. Oh, definitely. Perhaps, uh, I am I, not up for it today, unfortunately, but tomorrow morning, first thing, we can yeah. uh, make the journey to find my mum. Maybe she could help? I, 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 possibly, yes. Sometimes it's hit or miss with her, but I, I think she would probably know at least more than we do, or at least who would know how to help. Yes. I have a carriage in the back um, oh. that I haul wood around in, and we could put her in that. Oh, that's a great idea. And we'll just bundle her up. It, it started raining. Did you see that? Yeah. I'm going to go to the window. Does it look like the snow's melting? Um, no, it's still a little mushy because it, because of the rain mixture. Um, but it's it's relatively clear outside. Um, the snow is falling lightly in, in almost the same level it was falling before when you first arrived. Um, the, um, the snow is for sure not melting, no, no. It's okay. still cold. And I realize I stood up too fast and I have these giant oh, wounds. Oh, hold, so hold, hold on, hold on, uh, hold on. I forgot. Maybe you're we should. All right, you're all right, you're all right. I think you need all the rest you can. I think you should sit here, and you're just gonna sit here for a couple of hours. I'll make some tea. You, you might have a concussion, so I, I need you to stay awake for just a little bit, and, the, and okay. then when I'm sure you're okay, uh, oh, you can go to bed. All right? Okay. All right. I'll you just, just sit, sit right here. Yep, right by the fire. I sit down by the fire, and I just kind of there's a blanket on, and I just drag it over myself, just and probably good. get some blood on it. But oh, we'll, we'll, we'll clean that up. Don't 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 you worry about that. Could we make sure Alvin's not on the floor? Oh, absolutely. You just put him here. I'll put the blanket on him, too. All right. Also, right, right next to you or? Yeah. On your lap or? Not, a, not on my lap. I, I have a I'm, giant I'm wound I'm, on I'm, my lap. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, I will set him uh, on the chair that I usually sit in, and then I'll try to scooch them next to each other. 
there. Well, I awkwardly uh, like start like trying to throw the blanket over him oh. to land on his little body, so we're like both sharing it. Right, how's that? Kinda... You all right? It's good. No, thank you. Are you both dizzy? Of you. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Okay, I'll I'll just uh, put put some hot water on for you. Do you have any dandelion or anything? Yeah, there should be some dried up on the oh, on perfect. the shelf. All right. I'm sorry, I keep dying. You're fine. You're doing I keep great. dying, don't I? Well, I mean, I, d- I don't think so. You keep getting knocked around a little bit, but uh, I wouldn't uh, say dying. That's a bit traumatic. What uh, doesn't kill you, right? Makes you a lot stronger. You're doing great. Just kind of sadly look down at, like, my wounds and just kind of nod. Uh-huh. As soon as ten into aura, I, I grab the chest and I place it on the table. Now, uh, money's not really going to be so much of an issue if uh, your mom requires some payment. Oh, in assisting Ellie. Is that uh, is that from the Pyre Hearts? Well, what was left of it? There was originally a lot more, but uh, when I saw that they were dragging Ellie's body down to the dungeon, uh, well, I, I left it near the front door, so, huh? Uh, I'd still think uh, whatever's left of it can certainly aid us. But, uh, so let me get this straight, and I've now made some tea, and I'm, I'm bringing the cup back to, uh, to Aura. Here you go, Aura. Now, oh, thank you. L- let me get this straight. You, uh, slaughtered all of the pyre hearts, and then you killed the mayor, and then you stole <laughs> all of the money. Well, okay, while Ellie was on the date, I charmed one of his uh, guards. I think he was the lead guard at that. Um, but yeah, I, he had, uh, I had him to help me take their, uh, their money. Um, so uh, yeah, you can say in a way I was a little busy too. So you killed a Pyreheart too. Well, the, 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 only... the, the, the mayor, the mate, well, you killed the mayor and stole all of the money. Did so anyone- the mayor die? was a Pyreheart. Uh, no. Uh, I, I, I was invisible, so... This no, doesn't so count if you were invisible. I have to shit. Oh, uh, uh, I leave. I, I just walk out of the room. Well, okay, maybe she this... She just said she had to shit. Uh, uh, it must have been the tea. I don't know what tea she had. Does she have a digestive uh, uh, Well... Maybe the dandelion tea went right through her. Make make sure you're not having the same tea. I think you're you're gonna want to relax. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't really want to have to rush out. I'll just put that there yeah. now. You oh took boy. all of their money. Um. Well. Uh. Maybe not all of it, but it was a hefty chunk. Um. And it was well, what was left of it. I mean, that's. Did you? Did she kill Nylora? Um. Was that the wife of the mayor? No, she was a little younger. Um, oh, yeah, he, she killed her. Yeah. Oh. She spared no expense. She, she killed every single one of them. I think in a, in a slight way, it's just like this weird, conflicted feeling of joy and also like, wow, that's pretty dark. <laughs> like, I don't like these people, but they were around since I was a kid. Yeah. And now we have all of their money as well it's like your well, in, entire um local whatever government in just being removed immediately murdered just like have you seen that 
program designated survivor where they blow up everyone and there's just one dude and they're like you're president now that's what happened except there's no one left now like it doesn't make sense how this town even runs without them because that's how centralized they had made themselves like everything ran through them and because of them so now there's just like yeah it's a, it's a strange situation there is no succession anymore either if they're all dead I don't know who's gonna run the town. Yeah, uh, the mayor left us with that talk too. While uh, while we had a, a dagger to was, uh, <laughs> um, well, I guess you know the people will cross that bridge when they get there. They'll probably appoint a new mayor. Uh, hopefully, not as corrupted and bad as the Pyrehearts. I I don't know that they know how to do that. Oh God, uh, I frantically like reach for i'm like leaning over to the desk and pulling off a piece of paper to try to start writing down a letter yeah. oh, to the librarian you, you ain't gonna turn us in are you no i gotta i gotta write a letter and buns will send it for me i'm gonna um send it to joan she runs the library i'm just gonna let her know that there's been an accident oh, all right I, i'm back are Sorry. you okay yeah well, are you I'm, okay you get to my age, fear can be quite the diuretic, yes. Uh, so no one but saw It wasn't you. the tea? Everyone's it wasn't the tea? Oh, no, you're fine to, no, no. Oh, okay. Uh, so no one saw you, uh, but we basically have killed everyone in power in this town and stolen all of their money. Uh, I think much. we should, I think we should leave relatively quickly. Am I gonna have to move? Uh, Probably. Maybe, maybe, yes. Might be a good idea. I mean, I didn't kill them. No, but your friends did. They don't know it. that. They don't know that. You, you could all just be strangers in the night to me. You know? Like, well... They've seen me more with you, Suna, not really them. That's, that's, so that's, maybe, that's true, that's true. Maybe uh, I could... Did anyone see you coming up here with Ellie? Oh, that I didn't consider. I, I was with um, Alvin coming up. But I mean, oh. I could have been, you know, just, uh, yeah, giving a friend a piggyback ride and, and Alvin was just carrying my, my goods. Right, okay. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait it out. Yes, maybe see if anyone notices. I've opened a B&B &B for extra money. Oh. That's a great idea. What a lovely breakfast you 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 have served here. I'm yes, thank you. Very I hope that you've fire. had everything you've needed to sleep well. Ah, uh, uh, oh, holy shit! Oh, I don't know what we're gonna do. This this is bad. Well, if we rest, then we can leave early in the morning. And if we're gone, maybe they won't suspect it was any. But don't you think that will make them more suspicious if if we're not Seems here like and everybody's no dead? No, I'm gonna write a letter. And, um, maybe Alvin can say, and he can say that we left last night. All right. Or what, what, last afternoon. Gold. It's got, it's got the, it's got the family crest on it. Can someone do an illusion spell on we it? Can bury it? it. Bury it. We'll bury it in the yard. Then if they find it in the yard, then it's all pinned on me. How, they, how are they going to find it in the yard? 
we'll dump it in the we'll take it Wait, with us we'll take it with funny. us yes that's a great idea but we'll take it with us and dump the thing in the lake we'll put the it killing in the lake. lake yes that one we'll substitute it with rocks and then yeah, uh, and then we'll just sink. that's right and we'll just take the gold with us right yes. we're taking the gold all right oh yeah oh yeah i'm gonna write a letter to joan and um <laughs> well maybe i shouldn't write a letter to joan now yeah, i don't think you should say anything I don't think you want to implicate yourself. But they have no government. They have no, they have no leadership and it's snowing. <gasps> I could, I could send a message to like, I mean, Joan's a little, she's not always lucid. Um, uh, there's some, some other people in town. Um, I mean, Who I've told Klaxmos to things. I could send him a letter. It's your hometown, Aura. But I, I, I... We had the secret language when we were kids. I'll just write something cryptic. You'll know what it means, but... You'll keep it safe. All, all right. If that's what you want to do. I mean, I'll leave enough in wiggle room in there so that it's, you know, not super clear, but like... Just make sure it's not a confession. I didn't kill them! But I mean, it it could look like that if if you say something like... Exactly. You know. You guys killed them! Look at our arm! That is the arm of murder! It it kind of is, isn't Should we cut it off? I think we should cut it off. No, 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 no. Not without Ellie's consent. That's her arm. We could bury it. We could bury the arm with, with the, the chest. Cold. We could just throw it in the lake. What if I it floated I... in the lake, though? What if that came out and floated? The... We'll, just, we'll just put it with lots of rock and stone, and then it'll sink. Mm. And then no one will ever see it again. Oh. I guess we can go talk to your mom, and maybe she'll know what to do. Oh, but we can't leave the... slaughtered an entire town accidentally. Not me, but my friends did. Oh, that's that's real great. No, I, I, I'm let's such get a disappointment already. Oh, let's okay. get it correct. You were all guests at my B and B. Right, right, right. I was a guest at a B and B that I randomly stopped in, and 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 it just so happened that's not going to work. <sighs> I need okay. to sit down. Well, oh. maybe if we sleep, we'll have clarity in the morning. I and, can't. Um... I can't. I'm... All right. I had a concussion. I prob- I need to rest. Sleep. Though, look at look at you me. You have to be up for four hours before you sleep. That's such a long time. It's a really long time. Don't don't cry. It's, it'll be all right. I just this is too much. I gonna go lay down and I just won't sleep. No, you cannot lay down because I don't trust you not to fall asleep. You just sip your tea by the fire. And, okay. And we, we, we'll just calm down and we'll. Is we'll that a panic attack feels like? I think maybe. maybe. Okay, I will send Klex a message. I will tell him that there might be a need for a new government or leadership in town. Who who would do that? Is there I mean, he could. That you know that would step up. Um, his dad, uh, Alvin. And I pan. I I swipe my hand over, and he's just knocked <laughs> out in the chair. I I point. He's so good. Alvin's great. 
He has a good heart. Ah, Alvin for mayor. Alvin for mayor? Alvin for mayor. All right, Alvin for mayor. I guess it can't get, all right. The owners of the general store are nice too. Um, Don't they, 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 like an election or something? It's just been the pyre hearts. It's been like the passed down son now is also in charge. Oh, another son. Now that he's in charge now. Now he's a doctor. And a creep, apparently. Apparently? It's worse than I thought. So, um, I don't know. The Langleys might be good. Lexus dad. Maybe there's some way we could spin this. You know? They all killed themselves because they couldn't handle. No, maybe they were punished. Eh? They thought it was a ghost. so the, so the next person that is in control won't be such a shit. That eh? might work. Maybe I don't send a letter and they... Maybe Bo goes to the local tavern and, and tells a tale. What? Me? Oh, God. Uh, well, you, yeah, I mean, that's what you do, right? Well, I mean, like, like sing a ballad of sorts, I suppose, yes, to spread yes, the word. That's, that's about... right. That's exactly oh, right. It came to you oh, in God. a dream. Tell a ghost came... story. That's a great oh. idea. Okay. The, the, the butcher of Bame. That's perfect. <gasps> I have goosebumps. That's perfect. Oh, this might oh, work. This, this sounds just... like a great idea. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Well, you, you best get to writing. Do you need some paper? Or... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to need a, a quill and, and some paper. All right. Well, where, where, where is that? Just over there, like right. on the, by the botany stuff, there's a okay. a stack of Oh, right here? Papyrus. Oh, 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 I see it, I see it, I see it. All right. And do you need anything else, Bo, for your creative juices? Do you want some tea, some chili? Oh, I'll anything? probably pass on some of the, uh, off that tea, but, th- right. but thank you. Okay. Suit yourself. And I just uh, sit by the fire and get to writing. All right. Give me a performance check. That's how good this thing is. Oh! Oh, Sorry. Damn. 24. How is that a 20? What did you actually roll? An 18 plus 6. 24. Um, right, whatever you create here is phenomenal. Um, it's the greatest poem, song, what play, whatever you craft over the course of the next few hours or overnight or whatever. By the end of it, it's going to be the most legendary thing of all time. Presuming you saved the world. <laughs> Otherwise, only like three people are going to see it. But... What, what is it? What do you create here? You don't actually have to perform it. You can, but you don't have to. But you can explain what it is. What is the Butcher of Bame? Regardless of anything else from now on, it is for sure the best thing ever. Um, critically acclaimed. You know, 100% Rotten Tomatoes, both sides. Critics and audience review. Best. What is it? Well, of course, it's in song. It's it's the story, the grand story of the Butcher of Bame and how they slayed every single one of those pyre hearts right before they slept. 
That's it. It's a haiku. Blood splattered here and there, and the people were freed of their corrupted minds. All right, so it's a true story. It's the truth. It's the yes. truth. Um. Okay. Do you put in there anything about who the Butcher of Bane was, where they came from, where did they go? Where did you come from, Butcher of Bane? Oh, she's, uh, where she comes from is, uh, of she course, a, a mystery. But you best be on your best behavior, otherwise she'll come after you too, like before you sleep. Nice. Okay. She'll come after you too. <laughs> uh, okay. This is basically where Santa is born. I think you've world. you created, yeah. Like, what's the evil one that they have in Austria? Black Peter. Um, Krampus? Krampus oh, yeah, is where Krampus I was going. Well. Um, yeah. Actually, Krampus already exists canon in this universe. <laughs> I did a Christmas special once. Um, and Krampus is a demon, I think. I can't, what, what was he? I don't know. Inquisition will tell us. All right. Well, the, the story of Krampus is now also known as the Butcher of Bame. And if, you're, if you are morally evil, the Butcher of Bame will come and kill you. And you craft this thing. Um, do you insinuate that the Butcher of Bame is like some sort of like demon or ghostly figure or like, is it a person? Like, is this the type of thing where it's mm. like, this magical thing will get you? Like, because the Pyre Hearts were evil, the Butcher of Bane materialized and killed them and then vanished back to whatever thing. Or is this like a, the le a legendary person that everyone should know about? The Butcher of Bane who goes from town to town slaying those that are evil. Which kind of story is it? I'd say that, the you know, a legendary figure and a ghostly one at that because they are never ghost. seen. <laughs> yes. Okay. Both. No one knows. All right. Okay. So you begin work penning this um, song, um, The Butcher of Fame. Uh, it's going to take you like probably like all night, you know, like you work on it, go sleep for a bit, whatever. Um, is anyone else doing anything crazy in this time? Anyone getting anything done? Anything you wanted to achieve if we assume that you spend the next few hours or the next the evening doing something? I'd like to heal, and that is what I'd like to accomplish you with will, a long rest. You're going to get a long rest, for sure. Okay. I just want to know if you want to do anything in that time. No, I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> yeah, okay. Same. Um, yes. Okay, so, uh, mechanically, you can have everything back. You get all of your hit die, um, you get your hit points, you get your spells get your abilities and things as the evening passes the the when this this went down at, at the beginning of the evening so we can assume the entire evening passes um and uh oh spend some time kind of penning this this song um so una keeps running back and forth from the toilet um what and, no i only did that once yeah well canon canon now because i said it um, she just, it's just crazy how many times she went this evening. Um, and, uh, Aura, you begin to feel better. Um, I think you had a, uh, a near brush with death there. Um, 
The entire experience would for sure feel like a dream, though I don't think you would necessarily have forgotten it. Um, it wouldn't. You wouldn't maybe be sure what you went through, whether the experience um, was real, a dream, what, because everything's a bit wibbly-wobbly anyway at the moment. Um, but it definitely wouldn't feel like 2020 vision here where you're like, oh, yeah, that totally was... A, I went to the store and saw my dad. It would feel like a very um, odd memory. Um, but you, you do retain knowledge of it and, and the kind of conversation that you had and whether it was a dream or not, you don't know. The, okay. um, the, uh, Ellie doesn't really change. She seems to just be in this, in this, um, incredibly deep sleep. Um, every time you look at her, you probably think she's dead and then run over and sit there for a long time with, with fingers dug deep within her neck before you feel a very light pulse. And her, her, um, her, uh, her heartbeat is, is slow. It's very slow. Like, uh, you don't know whether this is just her resting heart rate because she's an assassin and maybe they train like that or whether this is an effect of what's going on, but it's extremely um, slow. But she is... Does it change at all? I if think... I'm checking on her every 20 minutes or so. Let's have another medicine check. No one ever gets to use medicine checks in D&D, by the way, which was, my al- which was my alternative, um, well. my ulterior motive for having you do a surgery episode. Um, 12. It, it, over the entire evening, um, it gets slower, if oh. anything. Um, but she doesn't seem to change. Her hair goes from being, uh, light red to a very pale pinkish color um over the evening as well um but her face seems to be serene um pale she doesn't seem to be in pain the hand doesn't change um yeah nothing nothing else going on there with her um alvin Wakes up at some point, probably fusses over Aura a bunch, um, and then eventually goes to, to sleep as well and, and gets his own normal sleep, not passed out from whatever the hell, shock and exhaustion and happiness and sadness all at once. Um, and you guys can sleep through the evening. So, assuming the night passes and uh, the sun rises and you've all had some form of rest and um, Bo is finished on his masterwork. Um, next day comes around. What are you guys doing first as the sun rises? Uh, you will probably, probably feel a bit better. Probably making some breakfast uh, for everyone uh, before they wake up. Okay. Whatever so we have here in the house, I'll, I'll try to do that. Some sort of. I'm brewing some coffee. Some sort of food is being a check, made. What's that? Survival? Yeah. What did you have me rolling for that? Okay. Oh, wow. It's Some delicious. amazing breakfast of whatever scraps you're able to find that remain mm. in uh, Aura's food stores. And um, yeah, there's the smell of some morning mead, which is essentially coffee being brewed as well. Yeah. Oh, I just, I probably would have, uh, I guess the town doesn't 
the general store and uh, that kind of stuff wouldn't be open until first light anyway, correct? Yeah, it'd probably, it'd probably still be an hour or something after this. All right. Has all there been any, up. like, bell or people shouting or anything like that at all? No, but you guys yeah. aren't in town. You're a little... All right. You're, like, up a hill, uh, you know, a little further outside of town. Um, right. This is one of those, like... And Aura's house isn't the only one. There are several farms that that make up fame, and they're, they're set apart from the main town because they need the farmland. Um, most of them sit on the south end of town. Um, there are some that are quite far out. You, Most people like um, grab a horse to ride out to them as opposed to, you know, it's not like a quick jaunt up a hill like Aura's house is, but there is plenty of um, families and stuff that live in BAME technically, but actually live quite far away from the center of town um, because there's there's a decent amount of farmland that's pretty much, the, the town is quite self-contained, even though it has a train and has been growing and swelling over time um, and it does get plenty of imports and stuff. It's really not like most of the other towns. It's definitely not like um, Dustvale, which relies entirely on that. Um, it relies entirely on trade and the trains bringing stuff in and out because there is only one town in the entirety of Dustvale that has a farm. Um, so it's all import-export over there. Um, whereas here, this town is completely self-contained for the most part, which is why it's such an issue that the snows have ruined the crops and, and frightened away the animals or whatever's happened. Um, it's very, it's a precarious position to be in. Um, and Aura's house is set apart from that. So she wouldn't, um, I don't think you'd, you'd just you'd be able to hear usual town sounds all the way out here. All right. Well, good morning. How, how do you feel, Aura? I'm much better. That's, I, that's, that's good. That's good news. It's great news. How is she doing, though? Uh, I look over at Ellie. Well, she's she's mostly the same. I mean, I did I did notice her pulse slow down a little bit over over the night, but it's it's, it's not. I mean, it's low, but it's not dreadfully low. It's not dead low. Well, I guess dead low would be non-existent. I I I I I, I, I don't know. I uh, kind of fell asleep last night. Did you tell your tale, though? Oh, not yet. I'm gonna well go to go to town and do that in just a, a bit. Uh, hopefully that goes uh, well. Do you uh, want someone to come with you? Oh, I I insist that you uh, you rest. Um, I think maybe this is something I I do on my own. But if there's anything you uh, you ladies need from town, let me know and I'll I'll grab it from the general store. Well, I, I was thinking I would do that while you are doing your performance, oh. and then we could slip out quickly. Oh, all I'll right, then, yeah. yeah I'll stay good. with Ellie. I'll all right. start sounds... gathering blankets to wrap her in. That's a great idea, and just make sure everything's uh, the way you want it to be, and, and that you're okay to leave it that way. And then, e as soon as we get back, we'll sneak out. Should I grab the bone saw? What? Oh, Let's yes, for bring it. Uh, yeah, maybe, just just in case. Just, just okay. in case? Yeah, I'll throw it in the bag. Okay. What shall I do? Alvin is just standing there like the camera pans down and he still stood there too, looking up at you all. Oh, right. Um, why don't you come with me, Alvin? Okay. We're going we're gonna to take a quick trip into town and we're just going to get some nice armor for Aura. Can, can I uh, have some of the uh, money, Bo? Your money. Oh, take it. No, for your hard work <laughs> singing oh. songs. But you oh, said there's a crest yes. on it. Uh, that's on, that's on the on the outside. I, 
The money oh, doesn't I thought I thought you were saying that uh, maybe I just got loopy last night. I thought it was in each coin, and I was like, that's going to be a big problem. But I don't I don't think Alvin heard that, so maybe we should just not talk about that. I just kind of, like, stare at her wide-eyed and don't know what to say. So I, like, quietly move over to the kitchen and pour myself a cup of coffee. Right. Yes, take a seat. So great, I'll do that. All right. Uh, Alvin, would you mind grabbing my bag over there? It's the one by the fire with the, with the book poking out. And just tuck that right back in there and then grab the bag and he bring it along. wanders over and grabs it. As soon as oh, he's okay. out of sight, I grab the gold that grab we it. need and then, yeah. This is for this and that goes in there. And if right. I grab that, okay. We're, we're just gonna go pick up some things. That's all. There's a knock on the door. Oh, oh. My, what oh. a lovely bed and breakfast you have here. Yes, please get all the coffee you need. Look at this beautiful breakfast. You're such a good chef and what a wonderful host. Yes, of course. And then I like, I scurry over to the door and I crack it open and kind of peer out. Uh, give me a, uh, give me a insight check. A two. <laughs> um, you see a man standing there. Um, he has the coat of one of the Pyreheart men that you would you would see, and you can kind of make out that there are some people behind him. Um, but he doesn't have the bowler hat. His hair looks crazy. His eyes are all kind of bloodshot like he's been awake all night. Um, and he says, um, Yeah, excuse me. Um, just delivering some news. I, I, I look since I notice it's like the Pyreheart shirts like i have my arm over here like just going like flailing it and i'm sure they don't know what it means but i'm trying to communicate that hide the gold <laughs> oh. like and i i open the door just a little bit more while i'm flailing my arms so my head's just kind of sticking in it's, it's cold out i'm sorry i don't want to open the door too much is everything all right he's like he's like trying to look behind you a little bit um As but she's... he doesn't look like he can get <laughs> Looking around, trying to see oh, behind. Oh, someone for breakfast? Uh, yeah, right, hang on. You're, you're, you live up here alone, right? Yes, I have, um, Who's I that? recently dabbled in some, um, bed and breakfastry. Some more? And so I'm trying it out this weekend to see how it goes for some, you know, extra income, especially with the snow. Well, I assume you cleared that, uh, I suppose it don't matter no more. All right, well, uh, well, we come to uh, deliver some uh, some news. Since you're out here all by yourself, you might want to be careful. Why? It was a uh, it was a murder. Um, a murder? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, bloody murder. A bad one and all. Uh, it I, was the. Uh, who? Is everybody okay? No, unfortunately not. Several of the uh, <clears throat> several of the uh, the pyre hearts. Have unfortunately lost their lives. Give me a performance. No. Give me a performance check, or a deception check. I just. I... Okay, deception or performance. Whatever you want for that. Okay. Roll in that. A thirteen. Yeah, he's, he's sort of like he seems sucking in. That's are all of them. Um, give me a persuasion check. Sixteen. Well, like, between you and me. Yeah, all of them. Brown oh, bread. Oh, that can't be. Yeah, brown bread, mate. Drop dead. 
all of them in the night. There's a murderer, a serial killer on the loose. Oh, God. Wait, what about you? You guys are supposed to protect them. Right, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Took half of them out. All of the old guards and that up at the ass. All of them been wiped out. They've left me How in charge. How many? Well, basically all of them, as far as I'm aware. We thought it was our boy who done it, but it weren't. Oh, yeah. well, um, really I'll get some extra locks and um, I'll I'll find ways to barricade myself in when I'm not outside. Is there, is there anything I can do to protect myself? Well, just, uh, well, uh, I'm not too sure, really. See, the thing is, the one what did it was an old man. <laughs> I'm sorry, an old man killed the Pyrehearts? Yeah, not just any old man. Uh, it was uh, a wizard. I shove my stick at Bo, like, get in the bedroom, get in I, there. I, and I scurry off. Uh, are we sure about that? I, I don't, I mean, Pyrehearts, they're young and vibrant, and I, I don't feel like an old man could just do something like that there's a shout from from a, another voice from somewhere beyond the door you look around there are two other gentlemen in uh, in the coats they both don't have hats on either one of them says he was six foot five he was a six foot five wizard built like a brick shit house he was absolute he was tank proper unit they said he came flying in Red fire from his eyes and the tongue of a oh. devil. Do they know? Did, does anybody know who this old man is? Well, I don't know, really, no. I mean, we only just found out this morning. Um, like, half of them are dead. Half of, the, half of the crew have run off. You know, several people are missing. Our good leader's missing and all. Yeah, the old wizard murdered everyone in there. They reckon he was after the gold. They lost a lot of the old gold and that. <sighs> yeah. Pretty crazy, isn't it? could help with the trade of all the snow. I mean, that's... Yeah, as if we weren't fucked enough with the snow. Now we've got a serial <sighs> killer wizard what's flying around with a giant tail. Massive arms. I just... I'm so upset. I'm so sorry. I... I mean, they kept... They ran our village. I just... I'm in shock. It is quite the great loss. For us all. So, uh... If there's anything I can do, Well, please. just probably want to keep yourself locked locked inside. Okay. Um, I'm not really too sure, honestly, what wizards can do. Uh, probably basically anything they want, not to frighten you. Well, if they're big and they have tails, too, I mean, they can do anything probably, right? Yeah, well, that's the thing, yeah. They can turn you into a chicken and eat you if they want, so... I mean, not oh. to frighten you, not to frighten no. you. Um, but basically, you want to keep an eye out, make sure you... Uh, yeah, you don't go out at night, because it happened at night. That's about all the okay. clues we got. Well, I'll keep buns inside as well. Who's that? My bird, buns. Right, yeah. He's just actually sitting on my horn right now. Buns. Oh, right, yeah. No, yeah, you, you keep an eye on that bird as well, yeah. Yeah, we'll Ugh. do our best to secure the, uh, the town and look for the wizard. And uh, I suppose we'll just have to wait for the Queen to send some, uh, I don't know, the fucking army, whatever. Uh, I mean, yes, with a wizard like that, I don't know why. I mean, we need an army. Right, exactly. So we're going to send a message to the Queen and uh, hope she sends someone. Um, Who's going to be in charge? Well, at the moment, um, 
most people are just kind of going crazy at the tavern. And we're probably going to find out later on today who's in charge, if anyone. I don't know. I'm hoping the Queen herself shows up, or at least send someone. Um, I'm just doing the rounds. Thought I'd better tell everyone at the farmhouses what's going on. Uh, since, you know, I was 10th in charge. So now yeah. I'm in, in charge of the... Whatever we're called now. Not the pirate men, is it? What are we called now? I just think we're called the men now. Yeah, I think we're just called the men now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for keeping us safe and for letting me know and coming all the way out here to let me know. Right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye out. And if you see anything, well, I suppose you can try and run as fast as you can. Yeah, I will run or I'll send buns. Buns is actually, so now that you know buns, buns can deliver messages. Right, yeah, well, I can't actually talk to birds, so... No, he would have... Well, hopefully I could write a letter fast enough if this giant wizard man showed right, up. yeah, yeah, fiery uh, eyes. Well, I'm going to lock up. I'm nervous because giant I... Giant Yeah, right. I'm just going to... I'm going to close the door now. I mean, you probably can't I'm miss him because he's a wizard. And he'll be flying around with fire coming out of his hands and that. What kind of um, hair color did he have? What kind of hair color did he have? Oh, his hair was made out of snakes. Oh, made out of fucking snakes. Oh, fucking God, hell, really? he sounds horrifying. Yeah. Yes. Made out of snakes. Okay, I don't believe... I, I, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to post up in my loft today, and I will keep an eye out and scan the landscape for this wizard man. Well, I don't know if you want to do that, right? Because, like, he's a wizard. Like, if you can see him, he can see you. That's what. That's how wizards work, isn't it? Yeah, that's how magic works. That's how magic works. I mean, but he's got snake hair. I mean, he could be anything. Right, yeah, but what if one of the snakes see you? Can he see through the snake's eyes? Yeah, of course he can. Yeah, you can see through them snake's eyes, so you want to be careful. But maybe I should get out of town for a little while. Well, you could do that. Yeah, that's probably okay. a good idea, you know? Yeah. Maybe I'll take a, a trip up north, just for a few days. What the fuck's up? Are you going to go into the mountains? You know me. I love to travel and explore the woods. Right, no, I've actually find never come up here before. Uh, I'm Aura. What's your name? Jarnan. It's nice to meet you, Jonathan. Yeah, nice to meet you too as well. Um, all right. Well. Uh, uh, okay, well, um. Stay I safe. Send... Thank you. You as well. Yeah. Goodbye. Good Good day. Turns around. You close the door. Nice. You hear them speaking as they walk away. Hey, everyone said she's a right bitch. Yeah, I know. It's weird, that, but she seemed all right to me. I'm probably scared of the wizard as they do. <sighs> I think it's probably quiet for a second as you close the door and we're hearing the voices go away and then just a gold bar drops from underneath my clothes because I've been slowly trying to stuff all of the money into, you know, in case they had to come in and look around. It's just like that plunk. Apparently a wizard man. I don't know if you heard any I, of I, that. I, I did. Bo, you can come out now. Apparently you're the butcher. What? <laughs> Someone must have seen you. Oh, with Jeez. snake hair and, yeah. and a tail and a tail fire eyes and fire oh, oh fire eyes oh. I can six foot five Bo. six foot five an six absolute unit <laughs> i don't know if we need you to go tell your butcher of bame story i mean you could i wish i guess there's no need for it now we could just even though i am in the library true um. well i Everyone give me a perception check oh, real no. quick. Six. Eleven. Seventeen. 
6, 11, and 17. Aura, you're going through whatever you're about to say here. Um, and as you're standing facing these two, these two can see behind you. And that's why they can see what they're about to see. What were you going to say to them, Aura? I feel like there we could just burrito her and then, you know, just put her in a bunch of blankets. Ellie and is then... like rising up off of the uh, area where she was laying down while, while Aura is speaking. And um, her hair is like falling behind her. Some of it is even falling out. Um, any of the last uh, shades of pink are, are gone and her hair seems like white or gray as her arms fall out from underneath her, that kind of dead hand curls um, upwards as if it's being held. As she's like uh, raising up into the air behind where you are, she suddenly coughs up um, <gasps> like ink or ichor or something. She uh, coughs it upwards, but it doesn't fall down. It hit it almost like as if there's no gravity above her. It hits the air and then begins to float upwards. She almost uh, vomits more and more of it before suddenly falling to the ground with a heavy thud. She coughs again. And that's where we end today's session. If you'll excuse me, <laughs> I just have to go shit. <laughs> uh, yes. So good. She lives again. Damn. Sorry, I should say. She lives again. It's going to wind everyone up, actually. Um, <laughs> thanks for playing, oh players. Good sesh. Um, that was insane. Successfully managed to do quite a few things there. There were uh, uh, alternatives to how that could have all gone with dire consequences, I assure you. Um, but you got, uh, you, uh, you got, you got, you did all right. You did all right. Um, it will not go unnoticed that you left some of the bars behind. Um, good deeds are seen by the gods themselves. Um, the, uh, the day before, the, several of the guards knew that there was, like, an old man in the house, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they knew this old man was coming. But now, how quickly it transforms to some horrible legend. And, um... Next in week... before, like, three towns later, we hear the someone singing the song. Right, yeah. The Butcher of Bame is now 100% Yeah. this ridiculous story of uh, <coughs> Santa Claus, because he looks like Santa Claus. Um, six, like a six foot five Santa Claus with a demon's tongue and fiery eyes. Um, yes, you did very well, I think. Was there something else I was going to tell you? No. Yes. No? Yeah, you're good. Right. Nice. Um, congratulations. You've successfully made it. Next week, we'll find out what the fuck is going on with um, Ellie, maybe. And, uh, and uh, yeah, that's that. Okay, well, thanks for watching. Let's do a quick round of shout-outs. I feel like there was something I was going to tell you, but I forgot on what it was, so I guess I'll just save it. Um, oh, I know what it was. I wanted to just mention that in the Discord, do you remember ages ago when you were fucking around with the lore cubes um, in, the, in the Dread Tusk dungeon? Yes. I intended to just to drop a uh, to drop a file in here a long time ago, um, but in the Discord I dropped a file that is um, 
that has all of the the outcomes for what was in those law cubes if you're interested in it i don't know i posted that the um the uh information was basically just to answer all the questions as to what the purpose of that dungeon was because it was a weird one especially for any newcomers to the to the show like what the fuck and that's what those cubes were for and you answered like two of them and then you were attacked by an eye creature and fucking ran away so um it answers a few of the questions and there were there was a d20 roll every time you answered one of them so i put all of the different possible answers for the uh the law cubes in there it's just a weird supplement um it's pinned in the table story discord under the dying order thing so if you go to the pins there's a pdf um and it says uh spoiler law cubes. cubes and um, for those watching on youtube the link to the discord is right there in the description and for those listening to the podcast version of the show uh you can go to tablestory.tv slash discord there you go and there's uh yeah there's a document in there if you were just interested i don't know some people are really interested in all the little bullshit it's amazing things in there um but i intended to do it ages like episode 10 because it was during episode 8 and 9 and this is episode 18 now um so that's there if you wanted to go and read that all of the different uh law cube answers or plays or you know cassettes vhs tapes are in there um let's do a couple of uh shout outs um uh and then we'll uh then we'll bounce then i'll go and lay down Starting with KUP's players, who's alive. Congratulations. Could I have died today or will you not tell me? Watch this. You like that? That's a definite yes. I could have died yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> the whole chat was like, oh, she's not going to die. And I'm like, bitches, you don't know, Brad. Like, if, no, she doesn't, honestly... if she doesn't roll, she's not going to win. She's not just going to. Yeah, anyway. For the times for it to yes. count today. Thank God I got three successes because I feel like I could have died today. So, hi. I had I'm a lot Kay. of faith in in uh, Suna <laughs> to give you advantage on those rolls. Yeah. Um, I made it really difficult to die. Does that count? Yes, it makes it less special, but it also is good because I, I wasn't ready to say goodbye to Aura yet. So... Um, I'm Katie Peters Plays. I play sci-fi and horror games here on Twitch. And I played Dark today. And we're playing through Mass Effect 2 right now. And I think that's about it. If you want to come hang out with me on Friday, I'm going to wear Costco pajamas and play Pokemon for the oh first time God. ever. So that'll that be fun. What's a Costco pajamas? She loves Costco, okay? Like, she needs to be oh, sponsored it's just by Costco. Costco pajamas. Oh, they have giant pretzels on them. Like, they've got... Uh, a giant piece of pizza being carried by two people on it. I can love you. It, it's magical, Brad. So this is sure. the things I need. These little things in life, okay? Let that's, me have these that's, little things. That's perfectly fine. I, yeah. I. But yeah. yeah. I would never so judge you, can... you for such a weird, strange, <laughs> odd, specific niche thing. I feel judged, but it's still <laughs> happening on Friday. So uh, come watch me play Pokemon Sword and Shield. I've never played a Pokemon game, so it's going to be interesting, I think. It's going to really fucking weird you out, then. Probably. <laughs> you don't know what I'm the fuck in my Pokemon Costco is. Pajamas. The fuck is I'll be weirding people out in my <laughs> pajamas while they are being Is that thing an actual teapot that uh, can be captured? There's so many weird Pokemon now. I only know I'm the ready. original seven of them or whatever. Um, all right. Well, somebody who is an actual IRL Pokemon, Disby Arix. 
okay, that was brought to life and released from a Pokeball. <laughs> <laughs> Every week we release her from a Pokeball to join us. Where can people find you in the week? You can find me here on Twitch at Dispierix. I do uh, a bunch of roleplay and play a bunch of scary games too. So if you like that sort of stuff, you can come uh, hang out with us. I stream about uh, just about every day. Nice. Inside of a Pokeball. Um, <laughs> and what about you, PB? Uh, it's seven o'clock and my cat has come for cuddles. So mm -hmm. I don't have anything to say. Oh, uh... Yes, I do. That is a lie. I am actually doing something very exciting. I'm playing through Chrono Trigger and then I'm going to play through Chrono Cross. And I've also been streaming like every day because of that. And I'm going to stream in like 15 minutes after this is over. Yes. Some more. Yes. All right. Yes. So come hang out with me. We will. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Um, don't forget to go and check out Pocket as well and uh, let her know what happened this week. And um, tell her no, no, no. Tell her we cut off her arm. Tell her that. Oh, tell her that yeah, she had a hand yeah. cut off. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I'll get a strongly worded DM from her when you when you guys do that. She'll be like, "Did you let them cut off my fucking arms?" And I will literally reply with yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see. Oh, and she'll, yes, 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 yes. She'll go and watch the entire three hours of this, waiting for the moment to never arrive. Um, go on then. What's the last announcement here? Um, we're also hosting the new GM month uh, on Wednesday at that's 2 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, I think it's next next Wednesday. Okay, so that's we're Wednesday. That. Uh, yeah, it's going to be super, super 15th? awesome. So come check that out. Yes, the 15th. Okay, right. 15th to mm -hmm. Eastern. 2 p.m. Eastern. Mm -hmm. um, WAC is going to be like uh, hosting the panel. Uh, that everyone's talking about new GMing and the, the the rule sets that are up. It's like for free, basically. You do this course and you know how to GM afterwards. And Unknown Armies is up, Numenera, which are the two that I know because we ran those two. And I think there's two other ones, Wack might say. Oh, he's just yelling in all caps this Wednesday, the 15th. Wack, we know. Get with That's the program. Seventh C. And there's I think there's one other one. But I know that um, the two that... I was very excited about was Numenera and Unknown Armies because we ran shows in that here on Table Story. So if you want to learn how to GM those, they're they're telling you for free. All right. And that's on Wednesday. Yeah. So special stream Wednesday to Eastern. We'll see you then. We'll see you tomorrow for Zero Blue Orion as well. And Tuesday for Witchcraft and Wizardry. And um, other than that, we'll just... We'll see you when we see you. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. Bye. <laughs>